Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I'm John. I'm your game master for the evening. Uh, William and Jeremy, you are not each other's characters. What are you doing there? I don't know. What are you? What do you have us doing there? Uh, uh, <laughs> joining me today is William. Ah, oh, damn it! You put me first, so I can't derail the joke that was going to be for <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you already have by talking about derailing the joke. So well done. <laughs> exactly. I, I had to do something. Uh, hi, I'm William, um, and I'm playing Valdez Stonebeard. And the Avenger that I would throw across the room is Sasuke Uchiha, which is a joke specifically for John. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy. Hi, uh, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Ariel, uh, a smart gunslinger. And the Avenger I would throw off across the room is clearly the one proper choice, which is a shrunken down Hank Pym, because fuck Hank God Pym. God damn it, that was And mine. fuck Facebook. <laughs> and Mara? Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrandrid princess. Uh, and I guess I would throw... Let's throw Hulk. It feels good. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> and Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. The Avenger that I would throw across the room is Aaron O'Gaddy, because Grady, because he's still an Ant-Man and he's also a jerk. That um, is true. And I'm that playing is, Carolina Human Barbarian. <laughs> I guess the question would be, which Ant-Man would you throw across? Jack? Hey, everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Gint Minar, the half-elf spellslinger, and the Avenger that I would throw across the room is Wasp, so that she could fly across the room and punch Hank Pym in his stupid face. Yeah! <laughs> and Cody? I'm Cody, I'm playing Ithram Volar, Hobgoblin War Wizard, and I don't know enough about non-movie Avengers to be in on this show. Pick a movie Avenger! All right. I was going to pick Ant-Man, but everybody picked Ant has picked It's okay. You can throw his You actually are picking a different Ant-Man. You're picking yeah, a different Ant-Man. I'll, I'll, pick, I'll, pick, yeah, I'll pick Scott Lang because when he's shrunken down, that's probably the most physically possible for me to do that. <laughs> we have now thrown all the Ant-Mans across yeah. the room. <laughs> all the Ants. And Nikki? 
Uh, hi, Mickey. I'm playing Skazimal T, your rogue goblin. And the adventure that I would throw across the room is uh, Scarlet Witch, not to harm her, but in a very lesbianic, like against the wall sort of way. Legit. Is, 100%. That's, that's very fair. Yeah. Too. And for the record, the adventure that I would throw across the room is uh, Patrick McNee. Um, which is a really, really obscure, deep cut joke that none of you okay. are gonna get. Nope. 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 There's a in the 1960s. There was a British TV show called The Avengers, which starred oh, the Patrick Avengers, Nicky Emma Peel and, and, and Diana yep, Rigg yep, and, Emma Peel and, and okay. If you if had you would to listen, actor name, I probably yeah, you would have, have to give the that. character name. Yeah. Sorry, John. You said John Steed. I would have. Known. Yeah, John Steed. Okay, we would have been yes. on board. I'm more familiar you with the actors than John, the that was all nerds. Even for people <laughs> right. who don't know the the original TV show, there is an absolutely atrocious movie that came out in the '90s. Yeah, I never watched it. That people are aware of. <laughs> yeah, I never watched it's, it. I saw it's that the, on TV at one point. I didn't think it was very good. It's so bad, and it has such a good cast. It shouldn't be that bad. Anyways. <laughs> When last we left off, the group of you fought a bear. It's dead now. Oh, okay, cool. Bear. Remember correctly, it also dissolved back into the earth or yes. into the ground. Yeah, yeah it, it powderized as it, it, it powderized Snow. as it died. Turned into quotations. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are all currently standing around this powdered pile of bear. Scuzz is no longer bleeding out. That yes, perfect. you you did heal Scuzz. Oh, this, right. There I is there died. is there is now this <laughs> there is now this large like uh, crater like scar on the side of Scuzz from where a, a large chunk oh, of Scuzz right. was ripped out by the bear. It's I healed now. It's not like a dummy. <laughs> it's not bleeding out anymore, but it is it is definitely a scar that will be there for forever. But you but you've lost some weight. Mm. I lost some weight. Didn't need to. No, you're very <laughs> small already. <laughs> Look, he just really wanted to take a bite of my love handles. Just like chomp on that muffin top. <laughs> He's gone delusional. All right. <laughs> you know, I lost a lot of blood. Yeah, it's because yeah. you are looking a, a, a bit more like a, a pale seafoam green rather than your normal vibrant. It's true. It's true. I'm more of a winter green. Yes, you are fairly cold now. <laughs> yes, you, you, <laughs> need, you're, I need much, you're, you're, you're much more the color that a middle, middle class white person would paint their bathroom than what you should be. <laughs> Gross. I need a I need, anyone got uh, some snacks. Yeah. I can get my boy. I'm gonna I believe I believe the color you're looking for there, Jack, is puce. Mm, lovely. Sure, why gross. Seafoam. Make some good berries and hand them all the scuzz. Here. So you know how good berries are like the lampus bread of like D and D, uh -huh. where you eat one and it like feeds a person. He just, uh, it's like ten, you gave me ten good berries, right? Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, that that mouth oh, is open. No. Just shove oh, them all no. in his mouth and just go into town. Constipation. My name is Gus. <laughs> <laughs> you look. 
<laughs> Look. <laughs> you heal ten more hit points uh, as yep. you eat the ten good berries. And hit points back. Look, the difference there is Lembus bread is bread, so it's ostensibly extremely high in fiber, being a bread that will subsist you for a day. I just, good berries are berries. I just love the scene in the in the in the Lord of the Rings movies where they're like, you only have to eat, you only have to eat a little bit of this a day, and then it cuts over to Pippin and <laughs> and um. How many did you eat? Pippin and Mary. It's like five. <laughs> <laughs> Fun story. <laughs> I had a DM who used to who who used to try and keep good berries fairly limited because they can be abused by saying the way that they work in terms of the full is once you ingested them once they were in your stomach they expanded to the size of a full meal so if you ate like 10 of them your stomach explodes and you die so what role do you need to draw now john these are not that abusable they're the weakest healing option in a point i don't care going for a healer bill i don't care how many good berries you eat i can always kill you so (laughs) (laughs) i don't need to rely look i could pull up another bear (laughs) you are still out in the middle of the aether starred wilderness i can just drop another creature on you had a long rest after that correct or am i misremembering? not yet yeah we were on first yeah so we have have yet to finish yeah you're still you're still on your first watch in complete fairness to this dm this was an Eberron campaign, and this was because people are trying to use good berries as infinite heals to get around yeah. the Mornlands. You don't heal thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, fair. I'm not saying it was a bad choice in the DS part. I'm yeah. just saying I don't need that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I have plenty of ways to kill you. Anyway, so about how much time do we have left on our watch? Uh, you're about halfway through it when the bear attacked. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I, think I guess we, we... At least get Scuzz in for some rest, and possibly then we... I'm sure we can handle the rest of this watch on just a few of us. I just need a power nap and some apple juice. I'll be fine. Let me get you a juice box and some cheese sticks. Flex mm. is my butters? way. I'm still good to go. Also, Jack, you're very quiet. Okay, I'll I'll put I'll turn up my noise gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was watching. the noise gate or just the volume of your mic, but okay, it was just like you were you're like at like Better a now. three while everyone else was at like ten. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now you're much better. Yeah. All right. Good. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. Yeah. <clears throat> so, everyone, uh, everyone, give me another perception check. Everyone. Hmm. Okay. Good thing Bella is completely uninjured. Eleven. Twenty. I should probably pull up my character sheet. That's a thing that <laughs> twenty tends to be. That checks out. Fifteen. <clears throat> I've done worse. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a second for Carolina. Why is my internet so slow today? Did anybody else get injured during that fight besides Scuzz? Nope. I don't think so. I think it missed everyone but Scuzz. Yeah. 
It just had a vendetta. It was just like that. Because fuck this guy. You guys, you guys, you guys killed it in two rounds. So it only got yeah. two, okay. it yeah. only got two attacks, and it attacked Scuzz first because Scuzz was the first one to get in the melee with it. Then it attacked mm -hmm. Carolina and Scuzz, but it missed Carolina and critted Scuzz. <laughs> yeah, right. it rolled a natural mm -hmm. one against Carolina and then a natural twenty against Scuzz. Yeah. It had a it had a big mat on for Goblin. It's just like this goblin in particular. I'm gonna try and eat it in two bites, but it only got the snack sized. He is fun sized. Find him at your local Walmart in the snack aisle. Anyway, all right. Uh, so everyone but Scuzz, <laughs> who is preoccupied. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, you keep an eye out for the rest of the watch. You notice that there is constant movement amongst the forest. Nothing solid that you can ever specifically pick out or attack. But after the bear died, it seems like something else is stirring for a second go around. But that, oh good. That seems worrying. Do you all notice that? Um, yes. Something's moving yes. out there. <laughs> But before anything happens on that front, uh, uh, Democritos and the rest of the Wild Pride step out from the fog door uh, to take on the second shift of watch. If nobody else does, Ghent will inform them that we have been seeing movement, but and there was also bear. there was a bear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. But nothing beyond nothing since the bear has actually come at us. We had no I, I vaguely remember magical weapons being important, but I don't think Titania ever got to that point of realizing it because I turned into a vulture and other stuff happened. So you, you, you never hit them with you never hit them with a weapon that wasn't magical, so cool. it never really came up. Sweet. We won't give that them that information then. Yeah. As far as we know, everybody's got magic weapons. Yeah. What you don't? No. Nope. You have magic spells. I have spells. I don't have a magic mm -hmm. weapon. But, yeah. but the group of you go back inside and you get your Test long this. rest. So everyone can recover all the things you recover via long rest. You sleep. Nothing wakes you up. So you sleep through all the other watches. Um, when you wake up, you notice that there are significantly fewer of the of Prince Zane's honor guard. Uh, oh, where there were twenty of them, there are now five. That's a significant number. Everything all right? And 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 the five that are left are nursing injuries. Uh, Saif, who is heal, who is applying healing spells. It seems the conjured beasts of the landscape are immune to physical damage from non-magical weapons, which our guards found out the hard way. Fortunate. Um, you see Democritos is, is also moving around administering healing spells to the remaining... Because um, all of all of the griffs have magic weapons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will the turn. They hire to, us. Uh, I was 
gonna go with your old character name. I don't know why. Uh, Valdeth. Uh, and if you'd like, I can stow the things that I keep in my bag in in my bag of holding in yours or just carry them and then I can enchant another weapon. I know that those that don't have them typically use magical attacks, but... Uh, I look over at um, Zane's entourage. Is there any one of you in particular who might be needed or who would be most benefited by a magical weapon? Uh, Zane indicates to himself and Dima, we are, our weapons were, worked fine against them. It's mostly our guard that didn't have any adequate means. Uh, we may just have them retreat to the mountains and hold the path back for the that rest of us if they're not going, if their weapons aren't going to be up to snuff for the task. Um... One more magic weapon won't be a bad thing if you want to swap storage just to get someone else with a magic weapon on the field. Sure. Um, yeah. Actually, looking at my inventory, I don't really have all that much in my bag, so I can just carry my stuff. Um, unless you want extra javelins. Um, in Yeah. Okay. Whose weapon am I enchanting? Uh, does I, anyone in our crew... I mean, I was about to say, um, Titania's the one who uses actual physical combat the most of the people yeah. who don't have magic weapons. Uh, yeah, okay. In that case, I will go over to Titania. Uh... I can only do one weapon, and it won't work while you're in your beast form, obviously. Oh, you're going to enchant it. Yes. Sure. Uh, I'll hand that over. Tanya wasn't got... paying attention for the past five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was... <laughs> busy looking over the injured people, probably, actually. Um, yeah, I have... I have two... Uh whatever they're called, hang sickles. on, sickles, I'll hand you one. Okay. Um, it's now essentially a plus one sickle. Sweet. And if I die, the enchantment will go away within three days. Okay. And in, in the midst of this, uh, Rybar, the, the well-armored halfling fighter of the kneecappers, ducks into the fog, in, into the, into the fog gate, the, the, the halfling with the big, you know, the chin, chinless handlebar mustache and everything. Steps back into this fog gate, spits onto the ground. All right, area outside the cave's clear if your men want to get going, he says towards Zane, and then steps back out. The friendly mutton chops, yes. as they are called. Friendly mutton chops. I love that name. I don't the, know why the, they called it that. The, the, the guardsmen um, begin packing up and getting ready to leave. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know the other magic things. I can just do that. Gent slowly stops 
digging a sandworm tooth into his arm, <laughs> shakes off, <laughs> steps up to the to the cave and sticks his head out to see what the outside looks like now. Uh, you stick your head outside, and it's there's, there are several piles of this dust all around. The one, mm-hmm. the, the figure that, that draws your attention most is Kenna, who has her, her spell book and quill hovering off to one side of her, as she is just kicking repeatedly a pile of, of this powder, going, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, and crying for some reason. Um, at, at which point, you see Carrot come over and go, babe, babe, it, it's dead, it's dead. And sort of like grabbing <laughs> Kenna and like holding her, looks over at you. She uh she ran out of co- she ran out of tea in the desert and it's not been going well. <laughs> right. Apparently she has anger management issues when she doesn't have her caffeine. <laughs> Gent Gent duck pulls his head back into the uh behind the cloud wall. Titania love. Yeah. Do you have any tea in that collection of yours? Um, I mean, you could probably make tea out of it. Uh, <laughs> a kind of tea, yes. <laughs> a kind of tea. Um, it's not gonna. It's it may do different things than you're used to, but yeah. Mm. Who needs tea? Uh, you may want to check in with Lady Kenna at some point. Okay. She seems to be going through the initial stages of withdrawal. <laughs> Oh, that's not fun. Okay. <laughs> and while you might not be able to replace her preferred beverage of choice, she might she she might be able to benefit from something that'll take the edge off a little sure. bit. Sure. Yeah. No, I'll go. If you have Thanks. time, no rush. Uh-huh. Nope. As a note. Yep. Um Titania, Ghent, and Ithram. Mm-hmm. Yes. All three of you, when preparing your, when, 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 when doing your morning rituals to prepare your spells and, and, and recoup your, your spent ether to refill your spell slots and such, notice that, because, so druids draw their power from na- the nature around them, mm-hmm. and wizards and spellslingers draw their power from the latent ether around them as well. The three of you notice that there's not a lot of that out here. Hmm. You're able to fill your spell slots just fine right now, but all three of you are keenly aware that if you stay in this realm too long as it is, you may run out of resources to refill your ether. Okay, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's all right, it's all right. My daughter was playing hide and seek with my green screen. I don't know if you guys could hear her laughing, but yeah. that's laugh. a good choice. Good, good laugh. Good yeah. laugh. Yeah. If Hulk would have come busting through the back of it, just pierced through <laughs> it, that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> and there's our callback. Here's <laughs> kiddo. But yeah, so the three of you notice that while you're preparing your spells and refilling your ether, that there's okay. not a lot to draw on out here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey. And I've never quite understood the fascination with tea in Tehran, because I absolutely feel like Everstone is a coffee city. <laughs> Tehran's a nice. whatever you can get. Tehran's a whatever you can get city. Kenna specifically has a tea thing. The tea. Yeah. <laughs> you can I'll drink go out it and, and it'll cool you down. You can drink it and it'll warm you up. 
If you, you yeah. if you step outside, Tanya, you see Kenna bawling in Carrot's arms, who's just like holding her up and just like it's 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 fine, it's fine. <laughs> oh, hi, Kenna. Do you want some? I have. It's not quite the same, but it might help a little bit for a while. Uh, Carrot sort of looks down, looks up. If you got something, bring it. Yeah. I'll <laughs> hand over. I don't think I have much left by this Carrot, point, Carrot's honestly. A, Carrot's a little taller than Kenna, not by much, because mm-hmm. Goblin and Halflings. But, yeah. uh, but it's definitely like a, I'm, I'm holding my, my, my wife in my arms right now. Just get whatever. <laughs> yeah. I have, my arms are full of wife. I can't do much. <laughs> I will hand over my last little... I, I don't think I have that much left, honestly. That's probably it, because Titania doesn't save things very you, well. You, so. you brew some herbal tea. Yeah. Capital H, herbal tea. Oh. <laughs> hand that over. Here you go. After a while, the crying stops. <laughs> yeah. Which is a sentence you don't say very often in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> but the royal guard uh, make their way back up the mountain um, where they can secure a pass to make sure that nothing that their weapons can work on cut you guys off from getting back out we're gonna find their corpses I mean there's already plenty around if you're looking yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, I would probably actually try and take those and like move them further up the mountain and decompose them because leaving them you in notice, the, the, yeah. You, you notice that Democritos has sort of piled them off to one side. Mm-hmm. And when you go to look at them, all of the color has been drained from their bodies. Not just the I'm out of blood pale, but like okay. their hair pigment, their iris color, everything is white. That seems to be like a ether sucking yeah, thing again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't touch them then. That's, yeah, that's creepy. Democritos, who is sort of standing over them with a puzzled look on his face, like he's trying to figure out what the best option to do is. I was thinking of trying to, you know, dirt. Yay. I don't know if that would help with this or I'm spread not it faster. I'm not certain if we want to take it anywhere else. Yeah. We'll leave them for now. I will build a cairn. I'll help. He uses the move earth can trip to build a cairn. I take some rocks and put them on top of all the stuff he's doing. The two of you build There we go. Okay. Feel better. But the 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 royal guard that the the surviving royal guard have been sent off. Uh, all that remains now are the kneecappers, the wild pride, the steel hearts and Prince Zane, Saif and Dima. All right, well, uh, let's go. And he sort of looks around. None of us are trackers, so... And he sort of gestures towards the three groups of... 
I could probably do that. Who the Valdeth would know who in our party is proficient in survival. I've got plus seven. Yeah, so I am not proficient in survival. I'm almost certain. Yeah, so, Even uh, if I was, I'm not wise enough for it to matter. But I am wise. Yeah. Val Valdeth will look over at Tanya. I believe you're our best at following tracks in nature. Okay. Whatever this is, approximating this nature. This isn't nature. Safia and um, Iskra from respectively the kneecappers and the wild pride also sort of step forward to to assist. Safia is a ranger. Sweet. Probably let Safia lead because she's got the most... Is it, is it she for Safia? Yes. Yeah, she's she's got the most specific expertise as a tracker, from my understanding. But the three of you work together, try and find us a path deeper in. Great. All right, uh, go ahead and roll. You can go ahead and roll me a survival with advantage. Uh, Safia will roll on her own, and Iskra will give you will aid you in your. Room. Okay. Cool. This. Vintage. Safia will make sure that none that, that the group as a whole can move without losing speed. Sixteen. Okay. So between your sixteen and, and her twenty-five, uh, the 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 group of you, you the two of you sort of lead the pack as you head off. You mentioning the the light that you had seen that you guys had mm-hmm. seen previously uh, in the, up further up in the mountains as sort of a, a guiding direction to to adjust the previously established course. Um, and Safia, having now experienced combat with these uh, ashen creatures, uh, able to sort of spot the signs of when they're going to be springing up versus when whatever it is controlling this... Uh, ether starved sand uh, is sort of just like maneuvering things Um, so the group presses on Uh, following the administration of tea Kenna is much more chill than she has ever been (laughs) (laughs) Karen is currently giving her a piggyback ride because she won't walk otherwise uh Sounds about right. As they're sort of like in the middle of the kneecappers right now. Um, after several hours, you come to what would have at one point been probably a dense, uh, a very dense jungle area, probably a den of some kind. As you encounter this stony outcropping that leads into a cave. Uh, surrounded by dead trees. Again, not dense anymore. You can see Claire past it, but just based on the on where the trunks are, it, you probably wouldn't have been able to see more than thirty feet ahead of you in this particular area when the when the the forest was alive. Everyone, mm-hmm. go ahead and give me perception checks. Okay, twenty. 19. By forever be a, I will be, forever be amused that odd. Because it doesn't matter. Sorry, go ahead. 
No, I will forever be amused by the fact that because I have the observant feet and because I roll like I roll, I will never achieve my passive perception. Holy Ever. Shit. <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Glad I took that feat. It'll wow. be useful. It will be. Passive perception will be very useful when people are sneaking up on you, not when you're looking for things in the, in the environment, though. I know, I know. But you have to let me bitch about it, because <laughs> otherwise, I'll just talk over you and bitch about it anyways. I will. When you get back to Taram, I promise, a thousand ninjas will sneak up on you, and you'll spot yes. all of them. There'll still be a thousand ninjas. And then and, I'll die. Yeah, you'll still die. But, I mean, you'll spot them all ahead of time. You'll be like, oh, if we ninjas. Eat good berries. Just, oh, yeah, shove you full of good berries. <laughs> not, not, not if we allow Ariel to face them on her own, however. Because, <laughs> as everybody knows, the more ninjas there are, the less of a threat. <laughs> exactly. How many times have... How many times has common knowledge saved you in my games? <laughs> Oh, I don't use any knowledge in your games. <laughs> I just want to check. Well, that's also true. <laughs> um, but with your perception, with with some of your perception checks, Ithram's real. Ithram, Ariel, Carolina, and Valdeth are all real distracted. Um, but Titania, Get, and Scuzz. You, along with a few of the others, because not everybody else made the made the roll either. Um, you notice that there is a body in the cave not made of powder hmm. someone in there um do they look dead uh probably like any type of person probably Gent will go dead. investigate definitely yeah hmm. investigate so, as the three of you what step closer to the cave, you see the scaly green hide of a troll that is definitively dead, but has not been subsumed by the ether starving that's going on. Huh. Does it look like it's... Is Ghent aware of or... trolls' natural regenerative properties? Give me a nature check. 22. Yes. Trolls are known for their ability to heal fairly rapidly. Perhaps yeah, but... this thing's natural capacities have staved off some of the otherwise ill effects. Not usually when they're dead. Do I think there's a way to yeah. like... And with Valdez sort of falling at, following after, I mean... Does it look like it's been burnt? <laughs> no. This thing doesn't look like it should be dead. Yeah. It's gonna go poke it with a hand. Is there any role I can see to make if it could be alive? Yeah, give me uh, either uh, either an investigation or a medicine check. Um, we're Wars gonna and trolls have a long history. <laughs> Apparently, this is one of the things I just don't know anything about. Trolls, they, you know, it's hard to tell when they're alive, much less when they're dead. Must um, be a bridge nearby. Again, uh, you, you, you get up close to it and you form. poke it. it it's, it's dead. Like, you can tell mm -hmm. it is dead. Yep. 
Well, it certainly deceased, whatever it was that caused it. Any injuries that I can see? Nope. Not like decapitated or anything? Mm -mm. No visible injuries Um, on it. We previously established that Earth Earth elemental power was more difficult for this to assimilate given its fundamental nature. Yes. Could a simpler principle apply to a corpse, to my knowledge? Possibly. You're not you're not you're not one hundred percent certain on the etheric makeup of trolls, but someone that knew might be able to answer that question. Yeah. Okay. I'm not actually sure what sorts of ether it's made up of, but if it's made up of forms of ether that are difficult to assimilate with in the vein of the mountains themselves that could explain mm. why the corpse is eroding more slowly at least given a troll's typical habitat and mannerisms i would not be surprised to find out they are composed largely of earth ether is that would that be an arcana check yeah. or uh, arcana or nature want to do yeah. i failed that investigation 14. so i someone else mm. has to um 10 you're not 100% certain, Kent. Mm. Uh, troll and, and Ithram, you either. Again, troll biology isn't the thing that you guys, that you really study all yep. that much. Trolls yes. in general are typically avoided. Um, they're one of the... F- <laughs> there are there are very few trolls that mesh well with society. Um, mm. And it's one of those things where it's like, they really don't come near civilization all that much. Those that do are fairly amicable on their own, but the rest are really much a pretty much a leave us alone, we'll leave you alone kind of culture. Um, so there's not really a whole lot of in-depth studies into their nature that you that you can draw upon. Uh, Democritos, uh, overhearing the conversation coming up, however, because he rolled really well in his nature check. Um, will 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 offer uh troll biology is mostly earthen ether and uh astral ether so if and astral ether is from our understanding what this is turning everything into already and if so if it is already mostly the thing that is being consolidated and a thing that is particularly resilient to being consolidated it stands to reason that uh, the rest of its ether that gave it life was simply choked out of it, and the corpse remains. Is there anything that I think we could use this corpse for, given its state of mild resistance to the assimilative properties of this area? I mean, any leather made out of its hide would definitely be resilient to the beasts and entities that are being created. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong because fantasy world, but leather working's hard, long work that requires specific tools that are not typically mobile. Correct? Incorrect. Correct. <laughs> well, if we don't manage to resolve this and need future expeditions, troll hide armor might provide some level of resistance for future explorations. Okay, I mean, what's st- yeah, what's, what's stopping us from skinning it now and the fact that skinning takes a long time and making any armor out of said skin takes even more time and tools we don't have not yeah. making not making the armor just just like taking just the skin 
Because I don't know if we could actually... Because I don't really body. particularly want to skin a troll just to find out if we leave this place, it starts regenerating. Oh my god, infinite troll armor. Just you take the skin off and then... No, <laughs> then you just have a troll that, that reforms from the skin first. That would be a troll in a box. So... If you have a bag of holding or something, you could always store the skin yeah. there. Okay. Okay. Suggests. Oh, that's right. That we have a bag of preservation. We have a box of we preservation. Have, we have a cooler. <laughs> you do how, have a, how long does you it? You have does a chest it, of, pres of preserving. Uh, how long does Gent think it would take to fully skin a troll? Uh, do any of you have uh, leather working tool proficiency? Nope. Nope. Uh, um, I don't believe so. I believe I have the proficiency. I just don't have the tools on me. Uh, if someone with the proficiency makes the survival check, it would it would take probably 30 minutes. If someone without the proficiency makes the survival check, it'll depend on their role. Um, oh, no. Only people that took Artificer first get that. Never mind. I can... I'm pretty good at skinning things. I could try. If we want to, there's no reason to let good resources go to waste. Time, but it could help. No, if we run out of time and everybody says they need to leave, then we take what we got and move on. Zane. Then again, if we did take back the entire troll, I wonder how much we don't have the resources to cart a troll around. Zane, Zane suggests we'll be in we'll be in this area for at least another day or two before we can turn around and leave. So if it takes a little time to, if you guys think this is worth acquiring, then let's take the time and do it. Okay. Right. I'm gonna do it. Right. I will assist. Cool. Right, give survival check with advantage. Sweet. Button, button. 25. 25? Uh, it takes you about 30, 45 minutes, but yeah, you're, you're, cool. able to, you're able to skin the troll. Stuff that in the box. Once you get the skin, as, as you get the skin off of it, you're sort of look, the muscle underneath the skin looks rotted. Ooh. Yeah, don't eat that. It seems like the hide was pretty much the thing that was keeping the majority of its of its qualities still. And and you're sort of it, it looks almost like it looks almost like the troll was bled dry and you know, gotten mm -hmm. a lot like you do with venison and things, but without any incisions. The blood just went away. And so all the meat inside rotted. It's like a, it's like an old grape. Okay. Yeah, like an old grape. So, 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 what we're saying is, we can, by the transitive property, assume that bacteria also are primarily made of earth and astral ether. Yes. Cool. <laughs> earth ether. Earth ether. Er, actually, uh, bacteria is earth and umbral ether. Okay. okay. Right, All right. I pack it in the box. Covered in blood? No, it's good. Okay, no, you're not. Ready. You're not covered in blood. Explicitly oh, okay. not covered in blood. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, that's drained. Got it. You're covered yeah. in like a ichor. vampire. You're covered in ichor, but not blood. <laughs> I'm covered in goo. 
<laughs> ready. Ready. Ithram, go. Could you Still use your prestidigitate? Uh, all right. <laughs> he, never, he never learned that. Yes. Uh, it is very useful, I yes, but <laughs> there are plenty more useful things for me to know, can especially us, out here. Can us quill flies over and pokes Titania in the nose? To cast no. prestidigitation on Titania. <gasps> yes. <laughs> to just like, explode outward. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Everything else is now covered in ichor. <laughs> no, it's it's gone, and the quill lazily flies back to Kenna, who is still is so hanging cool. off the back of Carrot. I love that by virtue of making this a running joke, Ithram is never going to learn prestidigitation. Yeah, no, he's not. Well, <laughs> like twentieth level or something. Yeah, last session. Oh, we're done, guys. All right, I learned prestidigitation. We'll get everybody spiffy and shiny. Everyone gets an epic boon at the end of the game, and Ithram's is just you finally took prestidigitation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Best. Perfect. Glorious. All right. Let me keep going. You continue on the way. Uh, through the efforts of Safia and Titania leading the way uh, with their survival checks, you actually managed not only to uh, to make it and to make a pretty good time across the landscape, but you end up finding several places where you can effectively camouflage uh, your camp from the surroundings. So there's not really. It's basically between between the magic users and you. You basically sort of burrow a hole, and everyone gets in it and closes it off, so no one has to. So you still keep watch, but it's a lot harder for things to get at you. So, over the course of the next couple of days, as you're moving through the thing, you you don't have to worry too much about anything attacking you. You're you're pretty good at evading it, thanks to the rolls that were made. Um. Is there anything specific anyone wants to do on this journey? Tanya. I am finishing up that uh, uh, restorative cell. Right. Go ahead and give me a herbalism kit, uh, herbalism kit check with your wisdom. Okay. Get back to the thing. As Did Gint complete his uh, design of that grapple gun, or does he still need to do some work on that? You still need to do some work he'll on do that. that. Yeah. All right, he'll he'll continue his design process for the the grappling hook. Taker's tools check with intelligence. Yeah, okay. Aaron, oh. Aaron, did Caroline have something? Yeah, I, it's not a major thing, and maybe taking time will help. Um, Caroline is sort of observing the way the ether unwraps here and trying to compare and contrast with, um, I know his name wasn't actually Nihilist, but I feel like it was something equally edgy. The guy that we escorted who had the power to unravel. Oh, uh, Adam. Magic. Adam. Adam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, give me an arcana check. Oh, and either my internet froze. No, my internet froze. Oh. John's internet froze. Well, OBS is telling me my internet connection is unstable. <laughs> Thank you, uh, OBS. You're, you're, you're still here. So. Okay. Yeah. You're still here. Yeah. Uh, oh. Sorry, give me a arcana check, Aaron. Yeah. All right. I'd is like it... to use my do magic we... knowledge. Yeah, do we have knowledge? Go ahead. Yeah. Thank you. Herbalism uh, yes. check with what? With wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. Just want to double check. <sighs> mm. Uh, so, Carolina, 
examining the what the surroundings as you're traveling and once you've stopped with taking a little bit of time further to examine it um what the 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 comparison in your brain is what's happening here is it's like it's like if you have a it's like if you have a bucket and there is some stuff in it representing all the various different kinds of ether and the stuff in it is just you know just like this small an amount and then something is just pouring water into the bucket until nothing but water remains. That's sort of what's happening here with the consolidating of the ether. Everything is being squeezed out that isn't astral ether. Um, what Adam was doing was creating faults where there were none previously. Almost like he's... Almost like he's you you would you would imagine it. it's almost like he's causing uh the material that he's inspecting to roll a dice and come up with the lowest possible result every time and just because he is able to he is able to influence that probability to a point seemingly unconsciousness or unconscious un unconsciously um uh, uh to a point where he can just snap it without any without right. barely any effort um hi scarlet witch how you doing with with that in mind and it's totally fine if i don't have time to make this follow-up with uh Gent and the thing we determined it was a fire demon because ice ether was all that remained in her mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Could a similar principle be applied to the deduction in this case that every other kind of ether is being squeezed out and replaced with this? Um, Earth is more resistant, or am I some just, some sort of that's it would, not how that no works. some sort of astrally aligned entity? Is would yeah, would that would be a reasonable reasonable assumption to make is that some sort of astrally aligned entity or substance is behind this? Okay, that's entirely cool. reasonable to make. Yes, astrally aligned or astrally opposed? It would be astrally aligned because unlike unlike with unlike with Gint's mother, where the fire aspected creature was feeding off of her ether, this is something that is suffusing its ether throughout until nothing else is left. Mm -hmm. so it's the other yeah. way around like if, if the fire demon was suffusing its ether you'd see more fire and less everything else but this is the opposite thing but the same principle okay cool um with a 25 and a 26 titania yes you finish making that you finish making that pot of of um restorative balm uh, and gent you finish designing your grapple gun awesome. um i start with 26 yeah there's uh, well, considering that there's definitely nothing here to mine, um, and a column caravan marching through this place is not exactly quiet by any means. I mean, uh, not even a column anymore. Yeah, but still, definitely, no definitely not quiet. No, no. I would like to finish training. <laughs> sure. If possible. Uh, 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 are you getting Ariel to train you? Ariel or Gant, whoever is available. Gant is busy designing, so. So, if Ariel would be Very willing well. to. 
help finish yes. training with firearms. Then give me an intelligence saving throw, Valdeth. Come on. I'm going to use my inspiration. Go ahead. That's better. Yes, you finish you you, you finish your training uh, on this on this last day on, on this day of the march, uh, and you now are proficient with firearms. No. I would like to go speak with. I guess I would like to go speak with Kenna. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you you uh, go over to where the the in in this sort of uh, dug out cavern that you have all uh, sequestered yourselves in. Um, you go over the the kneecappers are all off to one section. Uh, they somehow everywhere everywhere you guys have gone that has been on land, they somehow rig up a series of bunk beds. Oh, and you don't God. necessarily know how it was confusing back in the desert when they were able to rig up bunk beds on dunes but it's m- slightly more confusing now that they're able to rig up bunk beds again seemingly out of nowhere with no spare materials uh, in this cave but uh, there is uh, uh, Kenna is just sort of like mop- mopily swinging in one of them because they're, they're, they're less like flat beds and more um, hammocks. hammocks at this point uh, but she's just sort of like mopily swinging in one hammock with carrot sort of leaning up against the side of it. Hi, Kenna. These cappers have had a shit journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor babies. Kenna has and a uh, Kenna her. specifically, yeah. The yeah. rest of them are like, eh, Kenna doesn't travel well. <laughs> <laughs> but she's travel-sized. Hi, guys. I... Saw you use your pin to clean off um, Titania earlier. Mm-hmm. Did you make that pin? Yes. And uh, she's do you know how? Do you know prestidigitation? Yes. <laughs> Can you teach me prestidigitation? Yes. <laughs> every every question, she gets a little bit more energy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know how to do. I'm not. I'm not. Um, a natural spellcaster, but I, uh, I know a little bit, and it's because he's gonna roll his hit die. Because <laughs> he's gonna cast Mage Hand. Yeah. Um, he takes three points of damage as he pushes with Mage Hand the hammock. And as, as it pushes, a little bit of blood comes out of the nose. Yep. Yeah. That looks like it hurts as she starts to swing from the mage hand. It does, but hopefully if I get strong enough, it won't hurt anymore. And you also take a point of exhaustion. Cool. <laughs> this will be fun. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not that one. Not that one. I thought since you'd train... Uh, or finish training, he didn't get the exhaustion anymore. Uh, no, it's just part of ethereal casting. You don't have to make the roll anymore with for major. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, non spellcasters use their Constitution score as their attack roll and as their attack roll and save and save DC. Um, but I'm, because it's a cantrip. Like normally, you don't have to make a roll, or at least or Mage Hand, you don't have to make a roll for it. Scuzz had to make a Constitution roll until Scuzz learned it. Okay. And then yeah. no longer, but the exhaustion is just part of casting if you're not a spellcaster. 
Uh, but yes, cannot cannot agrees to teach you prestidigitation. Go ahead and give me an intelligence Yay. saving throw. This is gonna be great. Here's the question: Will the nosebleed be after or before? During. Well, right. no, because if he learns prestidigitation, he'll be able to get rid of it like that. <laughs> but will it? Will another one just trail behind it? <laughs> just, just gonna. With a, He's gonna kill himself. With a, <laughs> with a nineteen, you have learned yeah. the basics of prestidigitation. You can cast it, but you have to make a constitution a constitution roll to to actually cause the effect to happen. With further training, you'll be able to remove that, though. Yes. But you can cast cool. it now with a constitution roll and a hit dice roll and another level of exhaustion. <laughs> Do, so is Scuzz at level two exhaustion right now? Uh, no, you haven't. You're, you're not. You're not casting it right now. You're just sort of learning the basics. But if you choose to awesome. cast it, you will have level two exhaustion. Yes. <laughs> nah. Watch. Oh, I need a nap. <laughs> I need. He already needs a nap. Um. Skuz has needed a nap for a long time. Skuz, Skuz just likes naps. Uh, and it, so it's a it, roll, hit, die, and make a con save. A con check. Abil- con. It's an ability check. Yeah. DC ten. But con ability check. Cool. All right. Scuzz is gonna kill himself by cleaning everyone off. Scuzz, scuzz the magic goblin. I'm gonna flavor some water and die. (laughs) I got got a new trick, guys. Yes, and, and Ed checks out. Ken, Ken is ha- quite happy to teach you and seems much more energized when she's teaching you than she was previously. Hey, Johnny, play that one up falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> what? Trophy, Johnny! <laughs> I love it! The first, the, the 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 next few days, you you guys are brewing your herbs, planting your things, learning prestidigitation, training with firearms. Ithram goes out and uh, experiments with the the spell that he's working on. Yeah. So just off in the distance, he'll walk away for a little bit, and you guys will hear explosions for a little bit, and then he'll come back. Uh, tracks. I had to use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be that burrito. He's not safe here. <laughs> if you go out there, light him match. Uh, Taco Bell. I'd like to punish my butt. <laughs> <laughs> but after a few days, you arrive at the coast of a lake. Interestingly, the lake is still there. It's not dried up. Equally interesting is the giant black hole of nothingness in the middle of the lake. Uh Ah, yes. Does it it seem to be drawing the water in? (laughs) No, it doesn't. The water just stops existing when it touches the circle. What's that? Uh, Probably not originally here. No idea. Is the general consensus of the NPCs with you? How far into the lake so, is it? So we've got a we've got a natural feature, and then just a black hole of destruction at the center of it. A black hole of nothing in the center of it. What if? Oh, it's the YouTube comment section. Okay. Yes, exactly. We could throw something in there. 
See if it make it sound. Yeah, how far away? Uh, it's about 40 feet across the water. From where uh, from he'll the pull edge. out. He'll pull out an iron spike and cast catapult and fling the iron spike into it and see what happens. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the iron spike launches as it passes over. There's a small flash of light and it's gone. Do you think that's the same light that we saw? Did it look You're like the... yet? Yeah, did it look like the thing is disappearing or is it being disintegrated? I mean, our contract. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Ghent would like to make that as well. Hmm. I'm not. Mm, well, I'll I'm make, make that just for fun. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was looking at a different So Scuzz and Ghent at the same time. <laughs> Five. I am so arcana right now. I learned prestidigitation. There's no, my nose is bleeding again, but I, I know all but magic. You can you're see seeing, the fabric you're of seeing the universe. spell formulas everywhere. <laughs> it's a beautiful uh -huh. mind in Scuzz's head right now. <laughs> Anybody else, is anybody else rolling? Oh, <laughs> I'm so pleased. <laughs> because why would I need to roll any of the other 19 numbers on the fucking die? No, it's just one, yeah. <laughs> because that one's red, Jeremy, and red seems to be your favorite color. <laughs> I mean, red is one of my favorite colors, but you know what else is? Green. Green. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Uh, if we I stay love you here, too, Ariel. Right. If, we, if we stay here, I can walk <laughs> on the water. So, uh, Scuzz, Scuzz, Gint, and Carolina. Uh, Scuzz and Gint getting there a little bit, just a little bit ahead of Carolina, but all three of you get there. Um, what you just saw was that iron spikes ether unraveling. And it unraveled in such a way that it looks like a flash of light. Mm -hmm. But it was just basically like, imagine that's a woolen sweater and something grabbed a, grabbed a strand and went Vreep! Very satisfying. Do not touch that. Do, do not touch that. As a note, the iron spike was above it. Right. Didn't it didn't go into make, it. It wasn't. It was right. above mm -hmm. it. As soon as it passed that border where the water stops, flash of light gone. As, as, at that point, Tatiana's like, I, I think I could walk. Actually, nope. I, I know a spell to walk on the water. That would nope. be an absolutely Do terrible idea, love. not even consider that. The iron spike just... unraveled yes. like a sweater. Oh. Uh, yes, it was reduced to constituent ether. And did it look like the ether was absorbed or just dispersed? You assume absorbed. You couldn't okay. tell what happened to right. it. But I will it is turn on my magic vision. I will magic use vision. my detect magic vision. As you, as you turn on, you turn on your detect magic, <laughs> you, you sort of get a sense of the underlying ether of everything around you. Lots of lots and lots of astral ether, some, some water-aligned uh, uh, ether around in the lake. And then when you look at this void, there is nothing. Like, not, not the ambient ether of a living thing. The, the hole is a hole in reality that is void of anything. Ooh, Do I have it. any familiarity with theory or experimental magic from my background that would... Give me, you specifically, give me a religion roll with advantage. Ooh. Okay, cool. Mm. 
I could go under the water. Don't <laughs> play with this. Um, I have an inspiration. Wait, that just gives me advantage, which I already had. You would you'd be able to roll again and take take yeah. whatever's best, yeah. Okay, I'm spending my last inspiration because I want to succeed at this. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh, no. I rolled a these, like, oh. a three and a one. Or two, a four, and a one. Fortunately, the highest roll of fortunately, 10. the DC was 10. Oh, yeah. God. That's good. Um, you recall reading in the library about the cycle of death and rebirth that that the material plane undergoes or underwent before it was stopped. What you're looking at is a fragment of power from the goddess of entropy. Cool. Just sort of manifest in the middle of this lake for some reason. Because what would be a grand terror? Well, I, I know what up. that is, but what that is doesn't help. Also, or, it, I also, know what it could be. You also I'm not know, even sure if that book was fictional. You, it doesn't matter. You also anyway. don't. You also don't know how it could be here, because it shouldn't be. Because the divine realms are all sealed off, including Idos's. Yeah, and also the fact that it's here is not possible but it probably is because whether or not something is possible has no bearing on whether or not it is happening. Hmm. How much religious education do you all have? Uh, None. Normal amount. <laughs> None of the scuzzes are religious, weirdly enough. <laughs> she doesn't know anything about it. Yeah, Ithram is pretty much just pointing to scuzz and nodding like the same. Basic education Not. on general matters, why? Uh, I've become more interested. So, apparently, uh, <sighs> is like. I know the Look, names of the I don't pantheon. even know how much of this is normal uh, religion, but Eidos is the destroyer deity. She is entropy. She is nothingness. Um, she has a domain and functions and stuff, but what's important here is that her plane, like the other uh, divine planes, is sealed off by the barrier thing and part of a thing that happens with her in the destruction of the world is fragments of her power are according to some accounts dispersed and returned to her though I'm not entirely sure if that was just a metaphor for romantic relationships uh, anyways Uh, you read different romances than I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of the ones that I had access to were odd. Um, it, this line functions like or is a fragment of Eidos. It is a aspect of complete entropy. There is a nothingness here. And as that sentence but leaves, that's not possible. As that sentence leaves Carolina's mouth, all of you suddenly are aware of a different scene. 
as your vision and perspective is once again hijacked. You see the silhouette of the individual that spoke to you previously very briefly. The large yellow golden eyes staring at you. And just a vague silhouette with no detail. Now that you have seen the cause and know it to be true, there is an object you will need to fix it. And all of you have in your brain the knowledge of a small black gemstone, perfectly spherical, that shines with a un, sort of like an eerie light just when held up to the light. It's in Taram. And then you hear, so what are we going to do about this? As you all are once again back in your own bodies and perspectives. Fucking hell. This will probably require some research. And there's a number of arcane resources in Taram that might be able to help us with this, if we can get the information to the right people. Of course... I understand the theory I don't know specifically how to fight a divine aspect of true entropy just the theory under which it might exist I think all of us can agree however that the knowledge of such a nexus of power could be dangerous should it become public knowledge I think I'd advise keeping this very close to our vests especially as we attempt to find solutions to it. Does this seem like it could be the cause of the shadow front or it's just something that's also here? You would surmise that entropy is entropying, uh, okay. but because it's only a fragment of her power, it's not doing a very efficient job of it. So it's very inefficiently devouring the world from here. I just had the image of like the lady Idos we fought in the first game as a little like chibi about this big going nom 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 nom. That's one way to look at it. Oh, yeah, I love it. It very inefficiently devouring the world in such a way as to basically consolidating it all to the same uh, 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 astral ether that the gods are made of. Lovely. Oh, Is it me, or does it not seem to work so well on water? No, yeah, it's not working great. The well, lake's still there. We were supposing that large bodies of consistent ether are devoured more slowly. At the same time, though, this is the center point. This is where it started, and this lake is still here. Is there anything weird about the lake that I can see? Uh, with your detect magic, it's consistent uh, water ether. There's nothing particularly unusual that you can determine at a glance. Water is frequently considered to be, if not the polar, at least strongly in opposition to Earth the fluidity and adaptability 
of that ether might make it also similarly resistant, whereas one is too dense and rigid to be consumed. This one is even hard. It, it, water's not easy to grab onto and consume. Water is also awesome. often used as a metaphor for divine elements or aspects. Uh, all, you all have access to that uh, ethereal wheel in your handout still, by the way? Ah. Yes, we do. If you notice, uh, earth, lightning, and water are all umbral elements. Mm -hmm. ah, See how they're connected by the dark triangle as opposed to the light triangle? Mm -hmm. That says earth. Okay. All the other ones are fairly clear. I didn't realize that said earth. Yeah. I thought that said Grelschneck or something. <laughs> ah, yes, I love me some Grelschneck. Yeah, it's Grelschneck wind Look, <laughs> there is a font in use here that my brain does not appreciate. That's fair. That's fair. I can't read it. Um, what if we put, because is there something we can do right now before we leave it? Because it's kind of spreading I, the there were problems at the border just a couple months ago, so maybe we can try and slow it down more. What if we do like a big rock over it? <laughs> I think it will just be a larger flash, much like my iron spike. Also, there's not a large number of rocks around. Everything's been reduced that isn't water, pretty much. If you have the power to conjure another mountain range directly on top of it, that might slow it down. But I don't think any of us, this, or even all of us combined, would necessarily have the requisite power to summon something of that scale. Certainly not in this ether-style area. I skipped summoning mountain class day. <laughs> I skipped summoning day period, so... I mean... I, I, I didn't go to the magic college, sorry. Don't be sorry, you're lucky. Magic does awful. I, I, went, I went to hit things with sword school. Yeah, that probably and, also isn't going to work. You do understand and, I was making a joke. I have literally no non-angelic magical ability. Yes, and I was deadpanning your joke. Yes, that's why you're a horrible shit. Gant's I'm trying to, to get, think of actual solutions. Gent's going to grab a sample of the lake water if he can. Okay. Actually, John, that is a question. Mm hmm with the knowledge of ethereal casting and stuff like that, would it be possible for us to summon a mountain range on top of this? Uh, did, you, you did hear Democritus suggest that at the very least, not in the current etherically starved landscape, uh, which... Okay, but if theoretically if, we went outside and put up a barrier... Yeah, if you had enough ether, yes. Like, yeah. it, like if you had enough condensed ether that people could draw on, you can do almost anything with magic. It's just a question of it's just a question of volume. Yeah. With enough casters and enough ether outside of this area's finite ether supply, in theory, we could create a barrier that would further slow it. But I, I can 
summon elementals I mean, and stuff it, it, like you, that. You, you do imagine that that is what the light wall is. It's a barrier yeah. of pure ether that's stopping the the mm -hmm. further... Yes, but the, the light wall is maintained by oh, God. Rom's uh, industrial capabilities, for lack of a better term. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a God's aether flowing through technology. Ah. <laughs> uh, Literally, not necessarily replicable with two Griffin, with three Griffin companies in a few nights. Although the light wall seems to be less of a solid barrier than a water wall, as it turns out. When one of the uh, generators breaks down. Yeah. Well, also, the light wall can just sort of be marched through. At yeah. times, yeah. Well, you could you could walk through it if you wanted. Yeah. You shouldn't wouldn't, because you might die on the other side. Wouldn't but. be pleasant, but yeah. Like the the goblins and like the other like sandstone creatures can just walk through the, the wall. Goblins the goblins were air dropped over it. Yeah. The trees walked through it, but nothing else did. Yeah, but still, the, we've seen that anyway. things from here yeah. can yeah, walk yeah. through the light wall. Yeah. So still, Carolina. How do you do that thing? Well, I mean, I'll, you say you don't you, you don't like, you know, magic and doing magic, but you can I can put cast magic, magic in yeah. items. How do you can you do any spell like that or how um, how do magic items get made? <laughs> that varies. For me, I don't bother with the complexity of truly making a magic item. Instead, I essentially infuse the ether that is mine. John, correct me if I'm getting any of this wrong, mm -hmm. into it in a continuous way, which is why the magic items I create will stop operating in within some time after my death. A true magic item... While the principles are a bit different, in theory could contain most spells. That's sort of what spell scrolls are. Mm -hmm. And universalist spell crystals similarly um, are to that effect. I I'm yeah, like, but no, but I am only there's only so many things that I understand the details of well enough to make. I can make a bag of holding. I can and infuse a sword with additional power. If you had a specific idea, I mechanically left one slot of my things that I can choose to make open. Mm -hmm. Providing so it's fairly simple, I could probably infuse something in a specific way. This seems complicated to me, but... Um... I can summon elemental spirits. The problem is they go away after like an hour. If we could have just a couple here to slow this down. I'm not certain that will do anything, Democritus suggests. As we saw with the troll, even things that are resilient will still die. It wouldn't, there wouldn't be a, this would be just an, earth just earth ether though right because that's what elementals are maybe well but the mountains are being eroded 
they might last longer. But. Yeah. I think we need to get to Taram and figure out what we're doing and possibly do some research into why water doesn't even seems to get eroded, just is there. Well, Prince Zane cuts in. Your job is done. You escorted me here. We discovered this threat. I'll return, if you can at least escort me back to the mountains, I'll return with my guard to Ilanura and see what we can discover there while you head back to Taram and do whatever it is you'd like. But as soon as we leave this area, your contracts are done, and you'll be free to do whatever it is you, you feel like. Valdeth in her head is now just sort of like envisioning where the fault lines in this continent would be if she wanted to like <laughs> detonate the entire section of continent off and just leave the hole alone, isolated, where it can't get across the oceans. Sure thing, Avatar Kyoshi. <laughs> <laughs> kill him. The, the, kill him. The only problem with that is you'd probably take Taram with you because yeah, mm-hmm. the fault lines are not close enough to this section Look, yet. This is Acceptable how I go. loss. Yeah. <laughs> Minor collateral damage. I love that Catania's like, let's conjure elementals. Carolina's like, let's drop a mountain on it. Valda's like, how do we put the ocean between this with explosives? How do we Looney Tunes the situation? You you just break it along that line and just leave it like that. Yeah, no, it's a very dwarven and very fighter way of thinking about the problem. For the record, (laughs) Looney Tunes in the situation would obviously be just painting a big black line down the middle and then pushing it apart. (laughs) Or putting on a dress and convincing it that Bugs, it needs to go away. Bugs did use <laughs> Bugs well. did use a handsaw to cut Florida off the United States once. Which man, we have all been trying to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> Didn't try hard enough apparently. I mean, he succeeded. Sorry. Which is why we are in this version of the world and not the Steven Universe world where there is no Florida. <laughs> because Bugs Bunny cut it off. <laughs> Oh, God. Gent's going to actually grab uh, in a second small glass flask uh, a sample of the uh, whatever the nearest soil on the yeah. shore of this you lake is. I assume it's just white sand at this yeah, point or something. Point, yeah. but... You also see a few small flashes over the black hole as Kadugan is sort of launching a few different things at it just in just sort of examining the reaction and seeing if anything else happens. He's got his he's got his large uh, engineer goggles on his face and is just mm-hmm. writing things down as he watches and launching a few more things and writing things down. Yeah, if I launch samples. a fireball on general or firebolt, I keep saying fireball. <laughs> One day it's room, don't worry. One day. One day. Uh, Firebolts uh, in the direction of the same thing happens. Do they just dissipate or do they flash? They flash out. Okay. And you can throw two of them at a time with your braces. I'll watch that stuff with my magic vision as people are doing it, but yeah, the firebolt, the the firebolts are they 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 produce a much smaller amount of light than than the other things do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just small flashes of light as soon as everything gets within the ra- a certain radius of the the, the circle. No, you're, abs- you're absolutely right, Aaron. Valdez's thought process is, how can I put the ocean between this hole and everything else? The answer for me as a practical person is, blow the continent off the rest of the continent. 
There's already water. Not I have concerns, work, but okay. I, I have concerns about your practicality. I don't do magic. All I have is explosives and weapons. See, I feel like that's a very mech pilot answer. It really is. Uh, tune in tomorrow for Lancer. Um, anyways. Oh, yeah. Hey, is there any other oh. any, any other information gathering aspects people are doing while you're here? Uh, nope, I think Gen's good. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, we need to figure out how to solve this. So we should make our way back. Keeping the same survival roles, uh, you spend the next couple of days, it, it, it takes, you, takes you a couple of days to get back to the mountain range. But now that you know the dangers and you know the terrain and you know the spots where you can hide, you're not accosted uh, again on the way back. And that's where we're going to take our break for this evening. We'll, we will pick back up at the mountain range once you're outside of the area. Uh, if you're watching on Twitch, please stay tuned for these commercial messages. We're back. Bob stands for wet ass pussy. Oh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did flag we this stream as mature. Demonetized. In case you were curious. There you go. To all three people watching. There you go. Oh, okay. Because when I was growing up, it meant white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant. No, that's... You forgot... Uh, that's wasp. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, I mean, Those are pre- Karens. Previously, it was just a thing that came Deference. after Fetty, so... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. We make it back. We're, we're here. Scene. You're at the mountains. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Oh, this stunning view. The, the, <laughs> these, ro- these rolling full mountain ranges. The, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the Dunisian caravan, what remains of it, uh, is preparing to set off down the mountains. The the remaining uh, Rogar did survive because yeah. their weapons work fine against the things that are in the mountains. It was the things that are specifically immune to their weapons that killed a lot of them. That's They'll do it. Mm-hmm. It turns out when you have nothing that can hurt the thing, you have nothing that can hurt the thing, and it can hurt you very easily. Yeah, as, as you saw. Even when you do have things that can hurt it, it can still hurt you very easily. Um, so... The griffins that are gathered on the mountaintop. How would you like to get back to Taram? Would you like to traverse the mountain range north? Or spend a few months going back to Illinora? It's from you to gonna... happen to know a teleportation spell. Not yet, unfortunately. I was going to say, Gent's going to whip out a map and try and chart the comparative time investment via overland the desert and sailing versus let's hike the mountains. So the mountains will be a slower movement speed because you're mm-hmm. difficult terrain unless Sophia, uh, let me let me, let me see if mountains are one of Sophia's favorite terrains. Or Sophia's favorite terrains. Are they going to be coming with us? Or they... They're, I mean, they are planning all to go. All the grips are heading back to Tehran. So. Yeah, all yeah, of are heading back. But... They're planning on going over the mountains. Um, okay. Well it's, well, it's up to you guys whether or not you want to go with them or go with the Dunisian folks. Um, going, uh, estimated time to get back to Tehran, probably two weeks going up north. Oh, okay. It'd take you another month to get back. It'd, t- it'd, take you, it'd take you about three weeks to get back to Luxuria and then uh, and then two weeks sailing to get back to Taram. 
Oh, let's go to the mountains. Gent's going to vote we hike it then. <laughs> this, this is Val, Valdez is much more comfortable going up the mountains anyway. We're going up the mountain. We're going up the mountain. Better not be a bear. That song. However that song goes. I don't know the song. Nikki's brain like was just like this is something that you used to see as like six year old. I'm like I, right I don't know. At, at summer camp we're going on a bear hunt. Yep. Going no we really don't want to go on a bear hunt up here. Um, <laughs> no no <laughs> see we've already that. gone on a bear hunt it's, so it's already no yeah, no 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 no, no, no. we were we were prey to a bear hunt. <laughs> how do you how do you remember that song ending? Because that's how I remember that song. You, you go on a bear hunt in the mountains and you run into the infamous Draco bear, which is a dragon bear hybrid that just breathes fire on you and then eats your corpse. Let's be honest, dragons will fuck anything. It's true. <laughs> I mean, like... they have sex with humans. Obviously, they'll have sex with anything. No, that's usually more like a human because humans are just thirsty. They're fucking thirsty. So we're dragons. See, that's the problem. Humans and dragons will both have sex with most other sentient species. I love this. And some this... that aren't sentient. This lore is now canon. Dragons. What well, makes humans. you think it wasn't already? So, through the mountains. In lieu of any other opposition, I feel like we're fairly convinced that okay. we're all going up the mountain. You're is there a secret the tunnel? There's no secret tunnel in the mountain, no. Darn it. I mean, unless one of you has passed through, but I don't know how many times I've passed. Pass. Pass. Pass wall. I don't know how many times I've cast that. Gwyn, Gwyn had passed wall. Hmm. Passwall is such a fun spell. It's just like, okay, yeah, I'm just, just going to through this wall, through this wall, through, through this wall. And then Bye. long rest. <laughs> through this wall, through this wall, through this wall. Long rest. <laughs> yep. That'd be, that, that would take much longer <laughs> than just walking. I yeah, feel you'd, like... You'd, you'd, I, be, you'd, be, you'd be much better served with a disintegrate spell. I feel, like that that would be the, <laughs> I feel like that would be the equivalent of like we need to make a highway through this mountain as we hire a bunch of wizards with Passwall and just tell them to go for a few weeks. Yeah, that's how you make tunnels. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's one engine, it's one is it engineer and a Passwall gun. <laughs> <laughs> the Passwall machine just... <laughs> Alright, give it a day. You're, you're paying me for this whole time, by the way. <laughs> 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 Construction worker pay. Anyways, um, you begin heading north along the mountain range. And again, now that you're back in the mountains, the light wall is very clearly evident. It is never night at this point, as long, uh, uh, while you're heading north. Um, I mean, it's nice. It's nice to know that it's very unlikely we'll get lost. <laughs> if you get lost, something bad happens. And let me check. Uh, no, unfortunately, forests and deserts are Sophie, are Sophia's favorite terrain. So, All right. mountains, not it. So it's gonna be a while. I supposedly have an excellent sense of direction underground, so... Good thing you're above ground. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you want to go down. I mean, there are caves. If we, if, we, if we have to cut through the mountains, I should know what I'm doing. Uh, the mines of Moria. No. Um, there, actually are, there actually is a series of dwarven mines in the mountain when you get further north. Um, 
but you don't have you're not a you're not part of the miners guild of Taram, so they're not gonna let you in yeah <laughs> i'll be like well, very, very nice keep going what, what was the line it's like three generations of my cousin's family live here and they call it a mine <laughs> <laughs> But what are you wanting to do over the next two weeks as you head home to Taram? Hmm. Sky. Oh, everyone's everyone's weird. Hang on, let me fix that. Oh. I assume at some point somebody. I mean, to an extent, I would. <laughs> yeah. I assume at some. What is normal? Oh, I'm to tell you now. Um, I would really. At some point, like someone's camera changed. I turn guess. Turn into a goldfish. <laughs> just see how that works in the mountains. Just <laughs> definitely would. I mean, <laughs> uh, congratulations! You start to suffocate. <laughs> no, I can do it in the water that we're carrying around all to- the time. We have like provisions. <laughs> do you? <laughs> you know what? Yes. At one point, <laughs> walking is <Dude>. tiring. <laughs> I'm so glad I submit, planted this just... Alright, so so in the midst of walking through the mountains, you all hear a... And you turn back and there's a goldfish on the ground. <laughs> I'm hopping over to the... I, I had, like, set down a water skin, like, with the lid off. Yeah, yeah. Are you bloody joking? Oh, God. Um, I'm going to mage hand pick up the goldfish. <laughs> okay. I find the tallest cliff. What's I the constant? What's the constitution <laughs> score on a goldfish? Oh, we'll say it's really? like two. Oh, uh, yeah. You have two minutes. Yeah, no, I'm waiting no, until yeah. this thing can't breathe anymore and turns no, back into a princess. No, no. Wow, this is so so. <laughs> Would you prefer that I kissed you to turn you back? No. Maybe. <laughs> I should be you a better are, story. You are suffocating but, right uh, now, Titania. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I... Carolina, put her in the water, please. Otherwise, you're torturing my girlfriend. It is a valid point. And I don't appreciate that. I if will flick her do... in the air with the hope that the air time to go into the water skin is long enough to turn her back into a princess because you know, she can't last that long before. I like the idea that you think you're going to catch her in the water flask. <laughs> Gent will in- Gent will try to interpose if it doesn't look like Titania is going to hit the water and deposit her there if possible. I am a fairly athletic person. I assume that you I are. can do essentially a Titania, softball. It, it, it unfortunately it doesn't take two minutes for Titania to go up and then come back down. Yep. Uh, so D and D breathing rolls are stupid. They are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to. Uh, Caroline, if you, if we were going to just just force her to switch, it would have been easier just to and and kinda just to step on her. I'm swimming around underwater. Val, Gens, Val, carry, Gens carrying a water skin with Val, with Val a fish. looks at the water skin and is like, you know, Titania, you're going to burst that water skin when you I can't hear you. I'm underwater. <laughs> <laughs> well, sound travels faster in water. It does, but I don't think goldfish hear that well. No, they don't. <laughs> Murkier, too. Distorted. 
Going oh, from uh, out to in. From water. Next time you're out of pool, William, stick your face underwater and start talking. See how well people can hear it. <laughs> I mean, they can hear the sound. They just can't understand you. <laughs> I'm swimming around in there. I quickly realized that it's really boring. Also, it's like a few ounces of water. Oh, yeah, it's no, a water dark. skin. It's dark, and, it's dark and there's not a lot to do in there. This is not as much fun as you thought it was. <laughs> She's going to burst that water skin when she turns back. And we're going to be down is. a water skin. I don't of know. Of course we are. Either. But Kelly uh, killing her things doesn't help. Nothing helps. In fact, this won't help. She'll do it again. Or something similar. In this case, my opinion would be, aside from being down a single water skin, which I think we can manage, she's not hurting anyone. Oh no, it's actually be fine. What, what level? Why would she turn into a water skin? What level of jewelry? Uh, you eighth. Your eighth level? Okay, yes. Yeah, so you, you, don't, you have four no hours. You have no restriction on what you can turn into either. Nope. Yeah, that's true, because otherwise you couldn't because it needs a swimming speed. Right. <laughs> Sorry, being able to a while ago. Yeah, no, swimming is at fourth level. Flying is, is the one. Why not turn into something that can walk through a mountain? Maybe she was tired of walking. What about flying? Or something that could hang off of one of us. I don't know. I just feel like a goldfish is so... Bad. Speaking of people that are tired of walking, uh, you see off to one side, Kenna is riding on this large metal disc that is being towed by Rybar. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Gent's going to step up closer to Valdeth, <laughs> flip his hood, the hood on his cloak up so that there's less view of where his mouth is and have a very quiet conversation. <laughs> Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> that love. A thought that occurred to me. <laughs> Given that the existence of the gem is, I assume, known only to our company, and also considering the attractive nature of the hazard that we recently discovered, <laughs> we're going I think we're going to have to pick very carefully who we choose to trust in our research once we get back. Mm-hmm. And while yes, the objective of curing the danger that's causing the shadow front is our primary objective. We may want to keep an eye out for the capacity to harness it during the neutralization process, if possible. She kind of scowls at that thought. We have a leg up on this, in that apparently we're the few people that actually know the first step to take in finding the solution to this. And while I am aware 
that despite my venerable age, hubris is still one of my faults. You're barely older than I am right now. It's kind of a half wry grin. <laughs> if it is possible to have a fragment of a god's power in one's pocket, even if it is somewhat destructive, there are a number of efforts that I believe interest us both individually and collectively to which that sort of power might be able to be applied in the accomplishment of. I'll be honest with you. I don't really trust any of the major gods. Oh, no. I, and I Idos don't. is at the top of the list of gods who I don't trust. I trust Idos. She, Idos she does is... one thing, and she does it very well consistently. <laughs> yeah, and that one thing is a thing I'd rather she not do. <laughs> eh. Just because you don't Idos want her to is... do it doesn't mean you can't trust her to do it. <laughs> Idos is towards We can the also trust her to deceive us into helping. And since we're outside the bounds of the kingdom, I feel like I can voice this. I'm not entirely sure I trust our head of state very much. At which point there is a and the two of you are covered in water as Titania is back to full size. There you are, darling. Refreshed? Yeah. A little wet, but... You are. So, so are you. Mine. So it's are fun. you and Velda. Velda <laughs> <laughs> kind of brushes water off the armor. <clears throat> Fortunately, this doesn't rust. It's magical. Hmm. I wonder if it threw. No, no, probably not. Mm. <laughs> Still hasn't learned that trick. What you talking about? Uh, future plans on what we do with the fragment. Mm. Fragment of what? Idos. In the lake. The big that... black thing that's causing the shadow yeah. front to be all. Uh, we're going to destroy it. Never the we're definitely going to try to neutralize it. It's a god fragment. It might not be able to be destroyed. We won't know that until we do some more research. And as I was telling Valdeth, if we can harness it in a safe manner, it could be a powerful thing to have in one's back pocket, particularly in some of the other pursuits that we might have going. I still don't know that I would want anything that is raw destruction anywhere near anything that I don't want destroyed, like myself. Yeah, that's kind of... Like, I, don't, I don't know how, like, no matter how many safeties you put on raw destruction, by virtue of being raw destruction, those safeties will be destroyed and it will be less safe, and then eventually you're just next to raw destruction. It's true. No, you would definitely want redundant safety protocols. 
Okay, that's boring stuff. I'm gonna, uh, I don't know. What can I turn into now? I could fly for a bit. Um... Your hand is covering the mic, so you, like, your hand is blocking the mic, so. Cat. 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 <laughs> yes, uh-huh. Turn into a cat. Uh, or turn into a cat uh, of some you... kind. <laughs> well, one of you. Uh, I might go hunting for a bit, actually. Hang on. Bye. <laughs> I turn into a panther again. Yeah, cats. <laughs> and head off to go hunting. As as Titania goes hunting, Val Valdeth looks over as she walks off, and then looks over again, and not to be rude to her family, but I don't think I trust the head of Taram either. Quite frankly, the only divine thing in the entire list that I trust is Everstone. Of course you do. Mm. Nationalist. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's definitely not a nationalist. (laughs) Knowing her opinion of the state, it's the city she does not like. (laughs) The god, however... I've often wondered what sort of bullet one might need in order to kill a divine, and, well. The subject many researchers have gone on endless quests to discover. Few have ever found the answer. One of them is in a tower in a frozen wasteland. (laughs) (laughs) Most D&D parties ultimately conclude the answer is a lot of them. I mean, yeah. (laughs) It's less about quality and more about volume. (laughs) Legit. (laughs) I mean, if if you ask one group of high school teenagers, about 20 of them... Or one really good one. Yeah, one really big one from a demon. <laughs> Insert Batman joke here. Anyways. Over the course of the next few weeks, you traverse the mountains. Relatively safely. The the most of the predators in most of the predatory uh, creatures that live in the mountains aren't the kind to come out with this large of a retinue moving through. They would they uh-huh. like if there were just you guys, they would probably uh, attack and either be killed or repeat to shreds. Um, but when there's when there's almost uh, twenty of you. There's like 16 of you right now. They're just uh-huh. going to they're going to wait. They're going to pass. Conversely, that means there's not a whole lot of prey for you to find Tanya when as you hunt and oh. hunting as a panther. Because again, there's a lot of people <coughs> moving through the mountain making a lot of noise and they're just going to hide. And while you have the senses of a giant wet panther, you do not have the knowledge of burrows. Or hiding places no. that a pan- that, I na- that a, a natural panther might. I'm off doing that for a while. <laughs> Gen's going to no. be keeping an eye out for uh, mineral sources as we do our hike. That's probably going to be a big thing along sure. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah Val is probably also looking for ore. Survival check, both of you. Oof. Now you don't ask I'm for sh- investigation. I'm shit at survival. Nineteen. Oof. Oh, 13. I thought I got the 19. Yeah. But still, 13's not too bad. Um, you don't find any more uh, uh, any more surface uh, level uh, ore veins. 
You imagine there are certainly more ore veins in this mountain, but you'd have to get inside it to find them. Would yeah, stone cunning apply to this roll? Yeah. Then that would actually be an extra six. That'd be a 25. Cool. You know Unless exactly where you'd need to dig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, yeah, there's a vein 40 feet down right over there. Give me five days. Don't have the time to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't have a pickaxe, but it's there. Like, I know where the ore is at, but we've got none of the tools to get there. Mm. That's what I was afraid of. Well, other times, I suppose. Plenty of rocks, though. Lots of rock. One day I'll show you the breaking grounds, and I uh, think you'd have a lot of fun down there. Hmm. It's a date. The breaking grounds. A BDSM dungeon or a mine. One of the two. <laughs> or both. Okay, no, no, no. Because there's a lot of safety concerns if you're using your BD, if you're hosting a BDSM dungeon in a mine. In a mine. <laughs> I mean, but you would have the best supports for like anybody doing like uh, the, the rope tying stuff, which the name I can't remember at the moment. Or maybe it's just a minor themed. <laughs> BDSM. No, 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 no. Minor, <laughs> we felt we minor, found Nikki's minor hard limit. as in mining, not yes, mining. I know, mining. but still, like, yeah. just <laughs> not enjoying the wordplay at all. Yep. <laughs> I'll veto that one. Anyways, valid. <laughs> the breaking ground is where you find everything shady in, in Everstone. Because it's where they're still building everything. One, I mean, technically, as soon as you get below the first level, everything's shady. I mean, yes. <laughs> okay, now I have to object to the word play. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, the next few the next few weeks, you don't really have time to stop and do things. Uh, a whole lot of things, like like even looking for ore, was was is takes a bit of more time than you're necessarily comfortable with in the mountains. Um, mm. But after a couple weeks, you eventually slide down into the foothills of Taram and back to this map. So you are here. Coming up towards Morvik Dune. Okay. Yep. You can actually see the upward raised crater edges of Morvik Dune uh, beyond the forest that is just to your left. If you were to head north of the forest, you would eventually end up at Ilhanador. Uh, if you go, you could take a, you could uh, uh, go due east and hit one of the light wall bastions and follow the road back there. You could cut across to Morvik Dune and then further across that way to uh, to the roads heading up towards Tarum. Uh, How do we want... <laughs> oh, that sort of looks... Go ahead. Like, generally speaking, the open plains would be safer than the forest, but Safia can get you through the forest faster. Vala yeah, so sort of looks around. I mean... What do we want to accomplish here? Do we want to head to the roads, follow the roads from Morvik Dun, take the safe route, or cut to the forest till Hanador? Here's a thought. Uh, if we swing into Morvik Dun, we might be able to pick up a job that has us headed towards Taram and line our pockets on the way home. Fair. Yeah, but you're not your opposed to that. Your mother's in El Hanador. 
And you look old. Side note, if we head to Ilhanador, we can get teleported to Taram. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a part of the conversation, but I think Scott just totally just pops in. It. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and you got old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to deal true, with the, if you want to deal with the age thing, you'd always head to the Arcanumisterium. No, Vito. <laughs> Which would also be an excellent place to do research about magical things to do, but still. I think you don't look old. You look distinguished. There's a difference. Anyway, I look, I look both. You look very handsome, but I would I would like to keep that as the looking forward to, because I know you're panicking about it right now. Uh, yes, I don't think I want to. My mother was in a very fragile state when I left her, and I feel like showing up like this would might be a shock. To, to Tanya's yes. grandfather is an archfey. He might be able to fix you up. Nikki's like, no, Spencer's like, like yeah. That sounds like the worst <laughs> idea ever. I would love to go back to the place with the plate that had the puff pastries always coming. I miss the, that. that. I like how that plate is we haven't really figured out how to incorporate John's suggestions, so we just respond in character directly <laughs> to the voice of this guy. Yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and to be clear, when I say ever, I mean literally ever. To be fair... John's voice in the sky could literally just be Esme. That's true. Yep. <laughs> you guys can go back to the arts fave. Daddy was hot. A good millennia on him. Look great. <laughs> that is my grandfather. Eva. <laughs> and? <laughs> Esme is you think granddad don't get it? Es- Esme is excited to see uh to see Titania's uh, granddaddy Titania was possible. Yeah. You can't hear this. Also Nikki shouldn't voice Esme. Don't give me that at I, all. Don't let me I do won't. that. I'm the voice. It's okay. <laughs> you are the voice. <laughs> don't well, me. Another vote, I suppose then. Yeah, let's go see let's go see Titania's grandfather. Alright, one for Alanador. Titania? Um, mm, yeah, Elhana door. I, yeah, I'll, same as Gus. I'd prefer to find some work and get paid, so I'll vote Marvik Dune. Ariel? I think, Sorry, did you just answer? I, I think Ariel said agreed. Agreed. Okay. To yeah. more big dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ithram. Uh, any place that we would be able to perhaps research on the way, but uh, I am more inclined to head to more big dune for at least a bit, so we can get some money for research when we do return to. If you if you vote more big dune, then. Uh, yes. Gent, if you vote more Gun Gent, then that swings it entirely. We'll visit your family some other time, Titania, if that's all right. Sure. In the background. Okay, either way. In the background, you all hear the sound of Raymond Scott's powerhouse playing. 
Do you turn to look? I yes. <laughs> sure, yeah. If that's actually happening, yes, it's yeah. actually happening. I okay. do not understand the reference. Oh, that song is called Powerhouse. It's the it's the it's the industry happening music. It's it's the Looney Tunes industry happening music. You turn and look, and the sound is coming from a speaker system built into a six-person bicycle that has helicopter blades sprung out of the middle of it. I'm sorry, what? That uh, that uh, Kadugan has just finished putting together. I thought I ate something out of Titania's bag. As the kneecappers get aboard, Kenna says, see you guys back in Taram, and it takes off. Bye. That is the least surprising thing I've seen this entire trip. Why did it make noise, though? I don't want to. I love you guys so much. You guys are my best friends, and I'll arrange for your funerals. But you ever die, I'm totally joining the kneecappers. Fair. Fair. Ugh, that's reasonable. Good to know. Kadugan had been working on that for a little while. (laughs) So good. Democritos, Democritos staring after them. That was weird. (laughs) Thank you. But cool. It was very impressive, but odd. I put it at least 70% odds that that thing explodes. Off of the distance has a in the air. (laughs) (laughs) It's still going. (laughs) Nobody's falling off. No, nobody's falling off. Did Gent vote? I can't. I've, I've lost. Yeah, Gent, Gent voted for more victory. Yep. <laughs> Titania got very distracted. Yeah. <laughs> well, then this is where we part ways. We were heading to. We were planning to head to Ilhanador anyways. So, good luck on your travels. Same to uh, you. You as well. And the uh, Iskra turns into a werewolf, and the rest of the Wild Pride run off into the woods. See, I'd join that one. <laughs> this Nikki's not there, but <laughs> discuss. It's <laughs> quietly. All right. All right, let's get marching then, shall we? Oh. It'll take you a couple days to get to Mordrick Dune. And you are once again on your own. So, uh, who's keeping an eye out and who's leading the way? I assume Ariel's keeping an eye out with her uh, passive perception of 22. Correct. Okay. So who's leading the way? Oh, I can. I can follow a road. (laughs) Can you, though? That's the question. Are you going on the road or are you cutting across straight to Marvick Dune? We can see the crater, you said, right? Yeah, you can see the crater. (laughs) Yeah, probably just cutting straight across. Yeah, because yeah. cutting, yeah. cutting straight across. Will I have no doubt that I have no doubt that Titania can follow the road. The question is whether she can follow the road for more than five minutes. Uh, Nikki, because you're the road, Nikki, you, you kind of like go. <laughs> because you missed it, uh, the Wild Pride headed north into the woods, uh, and Titania mentioned to Scuzz that they're the one Titania would join. Because I mean, they turned into werewolves. Oh, one of them did. I mean, look, if if Nikki had a choice, Nikki would absolutely be joining the Wild Pride. Like, <laughs> no, hands down. Would have just been like, ah, I didn't realize there was a better choice. 
deuces. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, But you head across the plains to Morvikdun. It takes it takes a couple days for you to get there. Uh, as you're setting up camp on the first day, Ariel, your passive perception of 22 uh, lets you see that uh, off in the distance, uh, uh, not in the woods, but there is a camp next to the woods that looks to be like a hastily constructed fort along the tree line. Okay. It's, it's not even... It's like... Uh, it, it, it'd be like a couple hours walk from where you're camping. Um, that's how close you can see it in the distance. Right. Um, like, and yeah, it looks like it looks like wooden pillars and pylons have been cut down from the forest and slammed down into some sort of fortification. And there is light coming from it, and you can you can see you know no banners or a little anything, bit of smoke light or smoke. something. Yeah. yeah. Heads up, there may be uh, other forces in here. Uh, does that look like the textbook definition of a bandit fort to you? <laughs> Sorry, <Brayden. laughs> Yeah, my dog has decided that. We're enjoying the it's fact that, that, that Ithram is now being played by dog. By, by no, 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 this is, um, oh my god, Mal. Yes. Yeah, this is, this is Mal. Mal's, Mal has just been re-summoned as a dog. Oh shit, we could have flown Mal into the fragment of Eidos and seen what happened. No. Mm, no, I thought about <laughs> that and I decided better against him because that's that's probably smart. <laughs> Don't know how part. how efficiently it destroys. No, I mean we we actually did a skit about that about a dog playing video games on YouTube. And if you look in Final Show Films videography, there is there's like a just like a thirty second video of my dog sitting here streaming. Uh, I, I don't I remember what game it was, but it was like it was like Diablo or something like that. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Make a roll token. Don't you? I can go scout. See what it is. I feel like, again, it sort of right looks there, like that. textbook definition of a bandit fort. It does. A little uh, bit, assuming yeah. as... Yeah. I didn't read those textbooks. What? Or we could just go look. I mean, it's not always what you assume. It is it often is. Oh, enough, we could it's just... probably not worth the risk. Or we could just continue on our way, keep an eye out for, you know, ambushes. And okay. end up where we end, where we intended to end up all the time. This is what we call the rational mode. Of, <laughs> also, if it isn't a bandit mode. fort, we're just intruding, even though we have no reason to be there. If it is a bandit fort, we have to fight a load side. of bandits. Just go around the outside. Do we want to? Do we want? To... And then be. It, it's, it's definitely it's a... a fort. And they will definitely have questions, even if they're not bandits, which they definitely are. If we're like sneaking around this side, if we're sneaking around this side, they will assume we are bandits and then will attack us. No, I was just going to go as and a And we'll badger. have to fight it's a whole bunch of bandits or not bandits. Do you want to pass without trace then, since we're so worried about bandits? 
You noticed this Probably as you were. Useful, yes. You noticed this as you were getting ready to stop for camp, by the way. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. What it means is we're going to keep watch tonight, very, very carefully. It's room. Yes. I feel if you have time this evening, we should re-network our link pearls to just us. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, th- I think we're far enough away that we won't be able to communicate with the other Hannah. individuals. Bye. But... I tried no, real no, quick. Nothing. No. They're okay. Way far I tried. Mm-hmm. Carry on. But we should just for prudence sake re-network them. Yes. Also, so that you're not in the middle of Taram randomly. And hearing Kenna talking, you hear yeah. The middle, right. You you like sort of cut into the middle of a conversation with Kenna. Like, right. Where are you? I'm in in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think WAP stands for? <laughs> <laughs> that sure was a callback. It's my favorite right now. It's like <laughs> Kenna would absolutely be like, "Why wouldn't you guys tell me?" And all of them are just like, "Don't, mm. don't tell her." Wyverns and pterodons. <laughs> yep, wyverns and pterodons. Pterodon doesn't start with a P. No, it, it does. A T. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. It does. Yes, it does. It's I think that was the joke. Thing. Yep, that was it. Uh, <laughs> so, as you set up camp, are you lighting a fire? Within ourselves uh, or physically? Um, as I'm not necessarily lighting the fire, but I am going to cast alarm. I know if anybody, if anybody looks like they're preparing to start a fire, Ghent yep. will caution them against yeah. doing let's, so. Let's, let's keep we didn't cool start the fire. Tonight. No. I don't know the song. I, I can't do it. Sorry. It was always burning since the it's world the was. Been I can do the entire song. Yeah. Yeah. So can yeah. I. The I whole thing. I do not deny it uh, at all. I'm not sure why it rolled, why it showed it twice, but I will yeah, cast alarm around our. Yeah, camp. Let's let, let's keep a cold camp tonight and with full magical precautions, if we don't mind. All right. Do we want me to enshroud us in a layer of fog then? That might draw an amount of attention. You are on an open plane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need sleep. <laughs> what's, this, says, what's this weird fog bubble? Let's go investigate. <laughs> no. It doesn't have to be a bubble. <laughs> but yeah. Says the bandit equivalent of Chitania, as the bandit equivalent of Ariel is like, no, that is dangerous. We will definitely get into a fight. We will die. Then the bandit equivalent of Ghent goes, yeah, that's the point. We're bandits. And the the bandit equivalent of Valdeth goes, you know those are adventurers, right? They will murder us. And bandit has already jumped in there. (laughs) I like in our rich narrative, everyone has a bandit alter ego. (laughs) We think that's true, but let's be honest, this is really the, what was it, Beckerland... The yeah, Beckerland bandits. Beckerland bandits. Yeah. Yeah. It's really we them. Have about the same conversation. <laughs> Would they though? I don't think they're smart enough for most of that conversation. <laughs> and the ones fair. who are wouldn't speak up. Okay, that's fair. They're still trying to get their got their kobold out of a painting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven iterations of Grand Terra later, they're still gonna be. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, they're 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 current. Oh my god, game. it's the painted world of Ariandel slash Ariamis, except yeah. for full of bandits. They yep. they are they're con they're concurrent with this game. Like the the Beckerland bandits are active right now, but in Beckerland, which is in Morn. Gens going to take first world, watch. It survives when this inevitably ends in the death of everyone. It's true. Except for the fact that they decided to burn it to get people out of it. <laughs> I'll take third watch. Right, I forgot about that. Uh, Skuz had mentioned that Skuz doesn't need sleep. Does that mean Skuz uh, wants to be on every watch? Uh, Skuz speaks in third person. Uh, I mean, he is, he is well rested and he... Yeah, I mean, technically he does need sleep, but he gets like the four hours of like meditation sleep yeah, that it, now have. it's not sleep it's just you 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 low activity for four hours which can include i, I go in watch. energy saving mode yeah mm. which can <laughs> which can include keeping watch yeah scuzz will stay awake the entire night right the little scuzz phone battery goes to the yellow thing where mm -hmm. it's like not doing all the background it's vibrant green turns a little warmer so it doesn't like agitate your eyes mm. <laughs> i will I will join uh, one of them. Doesn't matter. So, Gents on first, Titania's on second, Ariel on third? No, Titania's on third. Oh, what's Titania's on second? Titania's on third. Who's on first? I don't know who's on what's third. What's on second? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who's on third. That's a very third. good bit. And discusses uh, um, she'll join. Uh, she'll do first watch. Oh, yeah. then. okay. So, so you two on First, Gent, Ariel, and Skuz on first watch. Go ahead and give me perception checks all for Ariel. Sorry there. Nice. There's the. I actually baby. beat my. I actually beat my passive perception for one. Oh, you beat it. <laughs> No, I beat it by one. Oh, is your passive perception nice. 21? Okay. My passive perception is 21, yeah. Yeah, no, I have to roll a 16 or better to beat my passive well, perception. Well, there you go, with a 22. Uh, so 15, 20, 15 and 22, 7, Gent, it's dark, yep. and your eyes your your eyes have gotten weaker over the past little while for some reason, and yep. you get the feeling you're probably going to need glasses. Oh Fucking garbage. <laughs> Ariel. Yes? If I get this fixed, are you going to go back to treating me like a joke again? Was I treating you like a joke before? Felt like it from time to time. I might just be misreading. I have no recollection of doing that. If I did, I apologize. Probably my own misinterpretation. Well, regardless, that doesn't mean that it wasn't. <sighs> my entire point with this, this whole thing, is uh, well, 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 two things. One, you're not as affected as I think uh, you may feel, and two, it literally changes nothing. All right, that's good to know, at least. The gray hair is hot, though. I mean, in the having your head. life force yeah. snatched away. I just think this one, but I know. 
You didn't ask to get your life force taken away. You just got taken. Not nice. True. There was... There was a scuzz that gave away his life force to learn information about stuff. And then he only lived another seven years after that. <laughs> scuzz nose starts to bleed. Oh, right. This one did too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just like a, that's just like a memory. OG Scuzz got 20 years taken off his life. And the goblins do not live that long. So he was like, well, <clears throat> five years. Let's see that's what that. I can do. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, but he knew the consequences and it sounded like you got hit by by something that was just a meal baddie. So hopefully we can reverse this curse. Be good. Maybe. Hopefully. Salt and pepper does look good. But if you, but if you can't, there's not the end of the world. No. No, I've... Unless you've only got five years to live. Do you only got five years to live? We'll make the most of it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Much more than five. Hopefully, yes. And all things being equal and you know, and not we, we don't come out of the sky and horrific. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Unnatural forms of death. Right. Hazards of the occupation. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll just sort of stare off into the dark for a while. You have to ask. <laughs> what have I said? Because now I'm curious. Well, that sort of was the misinterpretation side of things. It was... It felt like a level of just general deportment. Nothing specific, just a level of... I'm used to being devalued and stepped on for a long period of my life. So... I have a tendency to get defensive when that sort of thing seems to be showing up again, even if it's only in my own perceptions. That, that, that's fair. Um, I, I'm simply like, I want to be sure it's simply your your perceptions and not... There's a way that you stand off to the side and just kind of stare at a person and then take a very long, slow drink from a wine flute that feels a little contemptuous at times. It did, would it help if I said that it wasn't just you? <laughs> oh, I'm... I, I would not be at all surprised to find that it wasn't just me. Hmm. Huh. All right, fair enough. And given your history and career, what little I know of it, there are certain individuals we associate with whose approval is 
a bit easier to earn, I think. And so your opinion can at times feel a bit more significant. If one is to judge oneself by one's companions' opinions of them. You're talking about, okay, I think. Fair enough. Well, it wasn't intent. I can't say right. it wasn't there, but I, it certainly wasn't intent. All right. Well, the 15 and the 22 on your perception checks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is certainly ongoing activity in the fort. Um, none of it seems uh, externally directed at the moment. But you can tell there are people. It is populated. They are doing things. But the first watch ends. Get and Ariel go to sleep, and it's just Gus. No, it's from Valdeth and Ethram oh. too. All right, <laughs> just change your minds. Valdeth um, never said I, which I, watch she was on, but she was gonna take a watch. Ethram did say he was gonna take second watch. I think it just got talked over. That's fine. Ethram, get up. Uh, all three of you, give me perception checks again. There's there's movement in the fort, but they don't really look that interesting. Yep, that's well, that's appropriate. You know what? Since I haven't used watch. it today, 14. <laughs> you can only add two because <laughs> you guys are the only ones that are awake. Do they have to be awake for the... For the uh, they have to see it. See the, it. Yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, let me... The, 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 other, the uh, other three of us are falling asleep oh, no, with our eyes open. The point is that I can see within 30 feet. Yeah, so it's, 17. It's you you oh, have okay. to not want to disappoint them. It's not them being disappointed in you. It's you don't want to disappoint them. So 17. <laughs> <laughs> Hell Love yeah. That. So Valdeth, you're staring off in the distance. It's boring. It's quiet. Crickets start chirping. Uh uh Skuzz, you've really lost focus from that first shift. You're like you're you're like you you're not you're not tired, but like you have you have reached the end of your ability to focus. I know Skuzz had probably like as the first shift was ending, he started um <clears throat> Doing the things with his. Does he have one bracer or two? Uh, one of, bracer. Of flying daggers. One bracer. One bracer. He is definitely like. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> you 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 reach down with this hand to grab dagger and reach over with this hand. That's how you draw two because it's all yeah. on one bracer. So it's. Yeah. So he's definitely doing that, summoning it back, and like just trying to see like what all he can hit. Eventually, like an hour passes, probably with like Ithrim and Valdeth, and he's like, I need a heart. You can't see it because it just. You can't but... see it, but if you, if you get an aerial look at it, it's like dagger if, if marks. You, if you look at the puncture holes in the ground yeah. from yes. an aerial view. Yes. Uh, Ethram, do you hear bagpipes coming from the fort? That is odd. Is it? What, what kind odd? of bagpipes? They're playing bagpipes. I 
Jones think? I think I can tell because it's carrying so far. Is it jovial? Is it battle? Is it Liss apparates out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Give me a history check from us, the only one that can hear it. I need these for my presentation. Um, so you battle pipes of the legion. Uh, yes. Interestingly, you've you've heard these bagpipes before, because there is another hobgoblin legion called it that your legion has had confrontation with in Desolation. You guys actually drove them out of Desolation the last time you heard these bagpipes. Uh, the, yeah, the, so the problem is the bagpipes aren't played by any of the hobgoblins. They ha This particular legion has a contingent of bugbears, and the bugbears are the ones that play the bagpipes, which is why they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bagpipes of the Legion. I called it. I mean, I mean, aren't they pipes. technically aren't, uh, aren't they technically bug pipes at that point? No, because it's the bag. You, they're, they're your, um, they're your... you, you recall particularly the 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 lead bagpipist who you think this is is uh, a bugbear named Togalog. Where have I heard that name before? <laughs> Would uh, I remember since I uh, he he kind of. You see a weird quizzical expression scrunch up on his face even more. And then, uh, so would I know when they would play these bagpipes? Like before certain uh, things are done in a legion, like before an attack or before, after somebody before died? Before an attack. Like this is their, this is their pre-battle ritual. I literally called it. He's yeah. their hype man. <laughs> He's their hype man for maximum hype. All he need, yeah, all he needs is to be on the front of a speeding vehicle while flames shoot out of his bagpipe. Right, uh, exactly. Anyways, the, bag the, pipe, the bagpipes yeah. do shoot flame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perhaps we should wake everyone up. Uh, yep. You do, is... you, you do know that the bagpipe celebrations tend to go for like ten hours before they actually launch any attack. <laughs> oh, okay, that's part of the reason why your legion drove them out was because they couldn't they stand stop the, fucking playing the fucking bagpipes. ten hours of bagpipes uh, before every fight. You interrupted us. We got to start all over from the beginning now. <laughs> um, well, uh, just started. We can finish the night. <laughs> oh, did they like start now and they then like, take, and when they, dawn breaks and they enjoy their music before an attack is is had, generally for a few hours. Um, so, thinking about it, like looking at the location of the fort and like nearby structures, I doubt an entire hobgoblin legion is going after one camp. Would I suspect they're preparing for an attack on Morvik Dune? Make a history check. Scuzz. Also, for reference, Ithram, this is the Pounded Stake Legion. Uh, seven. Stake. I'm not rolling well today. Yeah. Scuzz. They, Do I remember anything about their numbers uh, when we drove them off? They significant, um, few thousand, um, but they they are fortification builders. That's why they're called the Pounded Stakes. Yeah. Um, they they build up, and they're also siege experts. So they're they're good at they're good at putting up fortifications, and they're good at tearing them down. Um, with a seven, you can't think of any place else that they would be attacking. Like it's either you guys or Morvik Dune. 
I don't think they're going after us because that would be a waste. Stuz is sneaking over. <laughs> make Please a, don't. Make a stealth check. Yeah. Yeah. 26. I, you don't, yeah, two, I don't. You don't even notice Scuzz is gone. <laughs> you, the, the, th- the thick thug, the thug stops for a second and you look and he is not there. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. Mm. <laughs> He's just scouting. He is not. He is not going to engage. He's going to get as close as possible to to kind of just see the how but they look. It's going to take you a little while because they are a couple hours walk away. He's being he's being fast. Yeah, he's being. So, so, you're... so you snuck out of camp and then sped up as soon as you knew that we weren't following. Scuzz is Naruto running across the plains. Um... <laughs> We are fighting dreamers. Meanwhile, the bugbears are all like, well, fortification area 51 is up and running. I think everything's going great. We're about to run into the hobgoblin imperial fists. God damn. So, Aether and Valdeth, you're still talking before you notice Scott's gone. What do you think the odds are that's prepping for an assault on Morvik Dune. Um, unless they noticed us uh, and decided to try to confuse us, uh, it's very likely uh, there are no other settlements. Would an entire uh, Hobgoblin Legion go after a six-person camp? What? Yes. Probably not the entire legion, but that is just the ones that are playing the bagpipes right now are just a detachment of the entire legion. They could just be them preparing to attack us. Hmm. An entire well, got, goblin if, legion. If, they, if they're going to be playing that for 10 hours, I think everyone will be up and ready by that point. Yes, we should be up, ready, and a few hours on the road by the time they actually decide to attack. It's at that point the two you know to discuss is gone. <laughs> Is it quiet? Where the... Okay. (laughs) Hey, it is a heart. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Those guys. Jeez. Asher Naruto running across the plains. Pretty much, yeah. He's, um, he's, he, he is uh, movement. Like, like dashing, 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 dashing. Yeah, double dashing your way there. Yeah. Um, Triple movement. Yeah. Uh, you begin to hear the bagpipes playing. And then you hear war drums beating underneath that. Mm-hmm. And then you hear pan flutes and violins. They have an orchestra. Um, none of it goes together. Just that one cello guy being toted behind everybody yeah. else because he can't march with that thing. Yeah, no, it's a, but, but can he? They, they, they have a, they, you're, you're beginning to hear many, many instruments. None of them go together. None of them are even trying to play together. It seems like the objective here is cacophony. No, the, the cellist is actually an ogre, so he's playing it like a violin. Yes, I was actually thinking of the double bass, excuse me. But yes, same, same, still same thing. Like they, they're, they're holding it up and playing it like a guitar. It's insane. Um, anyway. As you get closer, mm-hmm. you begin to see siege weaponry. Mm-hmm. 
all like out built all that has been constructed it's on the inside of the walls right now but you also see that they have this really big drawbridge in the walls of the fortification that looks like it can be dropped down so several of these things can roll out at the same time uh you're seeing siege towers you're seeing catapults you're seeing battering rams you're also seeing a couple of hobgoblins asleep on the wall as you approach they're sort of like leaning on spears or Duckman will be so mad at you. Um, but yeah, so you you get to a point where you're comfortable stopping and yep. looking around. Uh, you can't you can't get any sense of the numbers because the walls are hiding them, you know, except for the ones that are on the yep. walls keeping an eye out. But from the raucousness, there's a lot. There's a there's a big old party going on in there right now. Big old big old party, but. And a lot of them, but it doesn't sound like uh, uh, like Scuzz understands Goblin, so it doesn't. But it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a war cry. Like they're about to start marching. No. Okay. It does, and it, I mean, does he pick up anything that might indicate nothing? What, nothing where they might be nothing going? useful. Uh, like they're they're not. They're, they're mostly just singing songs and telling stories. Like you're hearing that you're getting bits and pieces of someone, someone's ancestor who did something, something like, like they're, they're telling old war stories and celebrating. And it, it's, there's like, there's and a, this one time sort of, I fought a giant armadillo. It's almost like a festival going on inside the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he ain't gonna engage in that. That's that's stupid. <laughs> Make a perception check. Yay! Twenty-three. Uh, it's hard to make out because of the. You can tell they have several campfires on the inside, but you mm -hmm. do see the silhouette of something stand up, mm -hmm. and it's as tall as the siege engines. And it picks up a barrel that is big enough to fit in its hand and like punches into it with the finger and begins drinking. So something cresting about eight feet tall and maybe like about 600 pounds? Closer to 10 feet, but yeah. 10 feet, 600 pounds? Come around there. That's bad. Okay. <laughs> you found a hill giant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not going near a hill giant. I've experienced once with a hill giant. Never again. Scuzz begins talking to himself. <laughs> no, it's like, well, yeah, it's like, look, he's doing the narrative thing where he's sitting there, just like, just like siliquing to himself in his head, voiceover bullshit. Anyway, uh, yeah, he runs back. Right. He Naruto runs back. <laughs> while while Scuzz is running back, Valdez to Ithram, you wouldn't happen to have any sort of like messaging magic, would you? Messaging magic? No. Uh, I had planned on looking for that when we returned to Toram. Uh, I, was, I was wondering if you might be able to send a warning ahead to Morvik Dunn to be like, hey, hobgoblins might be about to attack you. Would Question, would Mal be back from where I sent him before yet? Uh, nope. Nope, okay. Yes, no, the only way that I could do that would be with Mal. No, Mal's uh, going to be gone for a couple of weeks. He will be gone for a while. 
Uh, well, I suppose our best bet is to get marching early in the morning and hope we can at least get closer. Or maybe Titania decided to take some kind of messaging magic. Who knows? I can As never, I can back, never, like, I can never tell what kind of magic she's going to have prepared oh. for the day. Let's get back Yeah, you get back at right about now. Okay, so <laughs> the two oh. of you suddenly There's realize guys. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there are a lot of them. Making yes. a lot of noise. There's a, there's, a, they have a, so, so. Super, super well defended, like siege, siege stuff. Um, That's uh, what they specialize in, yes. Yes. Uh, and there, there is somebody amongst their ranks that is like, looks like a giant. That was him on his motorcycle, if anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Giant on the motorcycle. He is cool. Bye. No. <laughs> like, like 10 feet, 600 did, pounds. Did they have giants with them back in Desolation? Nope. That is new. I mean, a lot of people look like giants to me, but this guy was like as big as their siege weapons. He picked up a barrel of what I could only assume was was you know fun juice with his hand, and like it looked like a looked like I picked up just like a regular rock, like a, like a cup. Yeah. How how common are giants in the Mornlands? Uh, I don't know, uh, Jeremy. How how common are giants in the Mourn lands of Eberron? Sorry, Mourn. <laughs> in Mourn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Mourn lands. Mourn. Yeah, same lands, name. Second the word. The land of the lands Morn. of Mourn. There you go. For um, the record, giants are probably about as common in the Mornlands or as they are outside of the Mornlands. You much mole- you want to meet the giants within the Mornlands much less than the ones outside the Mornlands though because a lot of them weren't giants before the Mornland happened and the ones <laughs> that were oh now they're, they're real different. giants. Now they're real big. Um there are a number of giants there's actually a giant kingdom in Morn. Um, okay. So it's actually something that Valak might be familiar and a little yeah, studied like, on. Yeah, like you know a little bit about uh, uh, some of the higher ranking giants, like storm giants and and and, mm-hmm. and cloud giants. Um, they are the, the the giants of Morn, the giant kingdom of Morn and Everstone have a tense truce at the moment. We have big guns. You have big people. We leave each other alone. There's a little bit of pretty much like there was a they uh, before the current high king. They were at war. The current mm-hmm. High King stopped that, um, and like sort of there. There's a with, with the with there's there with the aid of there's also a wizard kingdom in Morn. Um, mm-hmm. uh, with the aid of the the wizards in Morn, they sort of like, all right. So we've been at war for a few hundred years. That's gonna stop now because it doesn't really lead anywhere. And they they eventually settle everything out. So it's a tense truce at the moment, but. Also, Warforged Titans. <laughs> yeah. Or wait, are they Titans or are they Colossuses? I think the they effect both, is right? the same. I think they've got both. No, Col- Col- Warforged Colossuses are actually city-sized Warforged. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. fucking terrifying. Those don't there are maps for them. Those don't. Those don't exist in Grand Terror yet. 
Yes. <laughs> there are map. There are maps for fighting on a Warforged Colossus. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, the Warforged Titans are the giant-sized ones. Yeah, the, the Colossi. They're pretty are, scary. They're they're oh they're scary as hell. Yeah. Anyways. Mm. Yeah. Um. So Vala sort of. Uh, would hill giants be a sort of like a, a thing that you might occasionally find in the in the sort of geography of Tehran? Um, no, not really. There, there haven't been giants in Tehran in a few hundred years. Well, from my studies of native things that are supposed to be like active known cultures in the area, giants shouldn't be here. Well, there's a giant, there's a giant kingdom in Morn, but. They could have allied with a number of giants on the way from Desolation after we pushed them out. Um, I don't have the world map up. What's between here and Desolation? Uh, Ocean. A body of water. <laughs> uh, Desolation is the is this area right here. Okay. Um, there are giants. You know there are giants in Morn. You know there are giants amongst the Dragon Peaks and on the Valk and on the Valkari Isles. Um, there's actually several different cultures of giant in the Valkari Isles, um, but there aren't any. There are none. There are no giant cultures in this sort of area that you're aware of. So, for them to have picked up a giant in leaving Desolation, because you said you kicked them out of Desolation. Yes. Yes, our, our legion did. There's no way. If, unless they would have had to have had a very roundabout route to get here. They would have had to either have gone here through Morn and somehow gotten all the way around Tiram, or gone here through the Valkari Isles and gotten all the way across the desert to the west. Or the giant found them. Yeah. Or the giant somehow got here at the same time somehow. Something weird's happening. Well, they do seem to be gearing up for an attack on Morvigdun, just from what we've seen. Uh, we should, once we leave in the, I guess I know, <laughs> once we leave in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should probably make haste. Oh, the precious papo. So. Yeah, we should we should move quickly. We should probably also rise early. Let's cut third watch a bit short. Yes. Second watch ends. Titania gets up. Does anyone yep. else get up with Titania? I, yeah. Carolina? <laughs> Don't leave Scuzz and Titania alone. <laughs> yeah, so Val Valdeth Val will inform Scuzz to cut third watch a bit short and get everyone up a, like a couple hours early so yes, that we sir. can head out early. Why? Because those hobgoblins are gearing for war, probably on Morvik Dun, which means we should be getting up early to try and warn them. Oh, they're okay. hobgoblins. Yes, do you okay. hear the bagpipes? You can't actually hear them now. They've gotten louder. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, those are war bagpipes. Okay. My, my legion encountered them back in Desolation, and, and I had wondered where they'd gone to, and now it seems we found them. I like it. It's kind of soothing. Everybody time. has different tastes. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> night, night, night. May cast sleep on himself to go to bed. 
Actually, no, he wouldn't be able to because he's got. <laughs> Never mind. He's just gonna go to bed. Well, let's go to sleep as well. All right, uh, Titania, Carolina, and Scuzz, give me perception checks. Twenty-five. I've, my eyes are opened. I am. I am one with the night. Twenty-six. <laughs> I will say that. Oh, sorry. Yes, the twenty-five is a natural twenty. Natural <laughs> twenty. Well, damn. Yes. <laughs> Nothing's getting past this group of nope. none. You so... guys are all keyed up and, and oh, alert. I mean, there's a there's a potential war. It's the bagpipes. Yeah, it's bagpipes. the bagpipes. Oh. Um, bagpipes of hyping. <laughs> as the sun rises. The three of you sort of focusing your, your, your attention on this on this bandit camp, seemingly, on this legion on this legion fort. Um, you see a figure stand up in the distance. Uh, see and, and sort of step over the walls and head into the forest where they grab a tree and rip it up and walk back. Um, oh, that's big. This figure is some sort of giant, certainly, but is dressed like a pirate. There is a massive tricorn hat. I could swim in that. A large, a, a large uh, double-tailed like coat that seems to have been stitched together out of a herd of cattle. Um, uh, a very well-appointed, if giant, tailored vest with with uh, gold and silver. What looks like suits of armor have been like sewn onto it. Um, with a cutlass that looks like it was built out of a boat. That's how they got across the ocean. Uh, as it sort of picks the giant up, sailed them. As it picks up this tree, pulls the cutlass off its hip, and slices the branches off the tree, and begins sharpening it into some sort of spear. Well, I think we know who's in charge because they have a very big hat, and my understanding is that many people will determine in chargeness by who has the fanciest hat. By, si by size and decoration of hat, yes. That is a very much yeah. it is. Wing size hats, you know. I was distracted for a second there, and I thought you said cat, and I was very <laughs> The size Sorry. of their cat. And with I this mean... with this view of this piratical giant, that's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>